Well, we can't attack a president. Well, that's not very interesting. Hello, testing. Check one, two, three, four. Caleb Stevenson. Because this virus essentially was invented. Abs and a six pack. Yeah, maybe Michelle Obama like might be a man. I don't know. Uh, smoking weed, drinking vodka. Would a bad set of boobs on a nice girl be fine, or would a bad set of butt on a nice girl be, be fine? I will flat out shoot you in the fucking face. What the fuck's going on? Welcome back to Abs and a Six Pack. I'm joined by Will Magus, William of culturewar.radio. Uh, recently, not too long ago, was on his show, and we had a great conversation, so we're we're back for part two. Yep, yep. Thanks for coming on, man. Thanks for having me on. It's awesome. So we've got a... Uh, I, I sent you, I guess, some homework that you, I think you said you watched it, the the Plandemic 2. I Too did. for YouTube. I, I had always been planning to find, you know, to watch the Plandemic 1 thing. So did that, and then I watched the Plandemic 2 thing. What'd you think? Got a very, very um, controversial. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all this stuff is controversial, and it's only worse because of the way that social media treats it um i don't know there's a lot of different stuff on that who is the guy i was trying to get some information about that so in the pandemic 2 video there's kind of like this main bald guy with a uh, bow tie oh yeah uh, he was he was uh like in charge of a patent office or something okay and so he's kind of like this narrator yeah he's not really the narrator but he's kind of like the main person kind of like judy was in the first one right um and so i don't know there i mean it's there's so much stuff i've got like fucking between the two videos i got a page and a half on the first one and i got like two pages three pages on the other one so um so the first thing on judy was just that, I mean, I think she's pissed off that they basically stole some kind of patent from her or something. <laughs> um, yeah, it seems like there's some behind-the-scenes stuff we don't really get the full picture of from either side. Yeah, there's some bad blood going on there. Um, I thought the Bayh-Dole thing was really interesting. Um, it's the Bayh-Dole Act, and mm. I think it was like... 1980 um and essentially i think it allowed for companies um actually i think it allowed for universities to get paid for stuff that they developed right but it's obviously the, the, the research is funded taxpayer money but the right the people that did it all with taxpayer money get to hold all the patents and profit off of it Right. So essentially they're double dipping on things. Mm -hmm. And um, I do think there's a problem there. But um, so I think that's really interesting. Uh, but there is like three people. I mean, trying to think through it. There are three pieces involved in that, right? Which is that there's the government who's funding the university. But then at some point, the university, whatever they developed, 
gets taken over by a company and then the company makes an ass load of money off of that too right mm -hmm. and so i guess i'm just i'm not really sh sure who to be pissed off at yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> beyond everybody i guess at, at some point um so yeah i i don't know so it's and the other thing i, I struggle with all these kinds of videos is that i don't know at what point I'm supposed to not believe somebody versus I am supposed to believe somebody because how do I say it? It's that all, all the information presented is coming from somebody, right? right? But they are telling me they're, and they're giving me lots of reasons to question what I'm hearing from one person, but not from all the other people. And so yeah. I'm kind of stuck in this world of like, well, why should I believe the other sources that you're giving me? I don't, I don't know. Right. So, um, but there was, um, right after that, like went viral and then got banned the first pandemic from like YouTube and Facebook. The yeah. There was so mm -hmm. many videos of like supposed debunkings of it. And, mm -hmm. and since like the original video is not there, there were like doctors, um, and supposed doctors more like e-celebrities that are that have like a stethoscope. i mean i guess they're doctors but like they it's very propagandistic in the way they supposedly debunked the first one because they'll mm -hmm. play a couple clips uh like for example like john oliver did about her talking about the beach or whatever but then they right. like all these debunkers that have of course the top views or the the top like search in the search bar on YouTube, as soon as you search pandemic, it's all just a bunch of debunking videos and they, they'll, they'll make a, they'll like say she makes a claim and then say it's crazy or like she has no, like the um, one about the, uh, the flu vaccine making more susceptible to COVID-19. They're like, she just made that up and they play the clip and intentionally edit out the part where she cites and they show the study the Pentagon did on troops. Right. Whereas that information comes from, so they, they, debunk it quote-unquote in a really disingenuous way and then there are right. valid criticisms i would save and that's brought out in pandemic too right some right. of that um which you know makes it that that part is super valuable i mean in pandemic too where they talk about you know how google really kind of controls what we see mm -hmm. because people you know it's whatever people are searching um most people just trusting whatever google throws back at them as as the answer um pull that up jamie it sucks yeah go ahead no i said pull that up jamie <laughs> <laughs> exactly I saw someone on, someone on the comments was like uh it was like a comment on that alex jones the latest yesterday's alex jones joe rogan was, somebody yeah. commented like alex jones and then it's quotes alex says google censors search results and then joe rogan's like jamie can you google that is that true <laughs> yeah I mean, exactly. But then, you know, there's another side to it that people have brought up before, which is that if you put the right, if you put the right terms together, you can, um, you know, you can find anything on the internet. If you're trying, you know, in some sense, if you're looking for some source to kind of confirm what you want, it's also possible to kind of do that. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Bill Burr Versus talked about that. <laughs> Right. And so that, you know, so it's, it's all working. I, I, yeah. I mean, um, obviously, Adam, 
talks about that, about how we need alternative search engines, and he, he mentions a number of them usually. And I think that's totally true. We've, I mean, we've got to essentially, you know, it's decentralized everything. So search is another piece of that um, that we've got to get to. Um, yeah, I, I don't, you know, there's a ton of stuff there. I don't know how we want to go through this, but um, so. What did you think? Um, I, what do you think about the all the patents Gates has on like the um, mm. micro vaccine tracking microchip that's under your skin or what all that stuff? Digital certificate. Yeah, I, I mean, that makes I, me uncomfortable. I mean, you know, when they did that segment on Gates himself, I, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think there we should be questioning the media's reliance and acceptance of just Gates telling us everything. Right. right. It's it's ridiculous that he has any greater say in in any of this. And then it was really good how they pointed out the fact that, um, you know, you can tie his anti or his antitrust case to him starting the philanthropy stuff mm -hmm. to basically rebrand himself with philanthropy, which, you know, like, it's, you know, a lot of this pandemic stuff and all a lot of this criticism it generally, and I kind of noticed this overall, it generally comes from the right, but a lot of this stuff ends up overlapping with things the left, you know, from my experience anyway, that the left says as well all the time, right? Which is that, you know, the left generally thinks that corporations are our biggest problem. Um, you know, that is, and so when there's complaints, let's say about government, you know, government doing something wrong, generally the left looks at it as, well, they're doing wrong because corporation or some rich person has essentially fucked it up and is making them do wrong. Mm -hmm. So when you look at something like Microsoft and the antitrust thing, I, I think the left would all, well, at least they, the left used to do this. They would look at it and they would say, obviously, you know, no corporation is actually, or, or no rich person is generally <laughs> really interested in doing the right thing they are doing it for some reason to cover up for you know t making a ton of money off of something yeah unless so, it's a van uh you know big big pharma's they'll criticize for that unless it's a vaccine manufacturing company then it's like oh, you can't question the left them. or not just the left but it, um generally like that quote-unquote anti-vax which isn't really that many people it's just more pro safety tested vaccines Okay. Like people that get called anti-vax, generally, I associate with being on the left, you know, 10 years ago. I think that's true. Now it's all the right. And Trump's yeah. kind of started a little bit of that when he was running for president, talking crap about vaccines. And, okay. Um, but that, <clears throat> he's, but... Um, well, they talked Robert, about that, too, uh, in the movie. Right, yeah. Yeah, RFK Jr. has done, like, great work exposing this, because, like, Merck who has the makes the um, MMR vaccine like okay. they didn't release any safety testing on it so RFK Jr. sued and had them release it and then it turned out like their studies showed that it was way more harmful than like mumps or measles or rubella and like almost all the kids had severe negative reactions some long term and then he points out that not only is it you can't sue a vaccine company for damages thanks to Ronald Reagan and Dr. Fauci, 
but also, like, they're not required to do any uh, double-blind placebo safety testing of any vaccine. Which is crazy. And then they want still to mandate it, even though it's just like, so that the, um, yeah, I guess I'm kind of lost my train of thought, but mainly what I'm saying is sure. the, the anti-vax movement is, in general, like, more of a, like, let's make sure these things are safety tested and not mandate them. Like, uh, I think Dvorak and Adam call themselves semi-vaxxers. But uh, <laughs> MoFax is, has done, uh, in one of their more recent episodes, they went through the history of, like, you know, the Tuskegee, Tuskegee experiment and all the um, in South America they did it they like injected people they did it in Appalachia they did it to black people in Tuskegee they, the, uh, the government just said like yeah here's your vaccine and they intentionally injected people with live syphilis and other stuff just as like an experiment right so it's like yeah I know about that with that history in mind that's especially why as Mofax says black people have a lot of vaccine hesitancy. Bill Gates talks about how, like, we need to get more minorities vaxxed. <laughs> Did you see uh, there was an SNL skit back in the day? Uh, not back in the day. It, it um, Black Jeopardy. And yeah, yeah. Uh, it's got Tom Hanks on there. Yeah. And, you know, how they overlap on uh, conspiracy things, essentially. Mm-hmm. So you've got Tom Hanks was essentially playing a redneck kind of thing. And, uh, they realize that they overlap on a lot of the conspiracies about evil government. So. <laughs> yeah, I've, uh, that's Tom Hanks. That's another rabbit <laughs> hole right there. He's under house. Q says he's he's under house arrest right now. Yeah. <laughs> like all that shit where like Ellen supposedly had an ankle bracelet and she was. That's why her show was off for a while. She can't leave the house. David Spades. I thought she beat up her staff or something. Yeah. Screamed at them. <laughs> the Q stuff that gets so ridiculous, but like then there is stuff that happens that you're like, okay, this is weird. Like, um, right? What's the name of the dude that he was? A, he was an actor, and he was accusing Tom Hanks and Seth Green and a couple other people, but specifically Tom Hanks of being a child rapist and a pedophile. And then he <laughs> jumped off a bridge and killed himself. He was like a legit Hollywood actor. I can't remember his name. Oh but gosh, like stuff like that, that happened recently and it's like when stuff like that happens you're like man maybe tom hanks is kind of like how kevin spacey's accusers keep randomly dying before the trial it's like what's yeah. going on <laughs> but i don't know kevin spacey has always seemed weird right, right. like tom well, hanks he was palling around with doesn't. epstein on his island almost as much as clinton was so. yeah i mean and then he just did such a good job in whatever that show was too I mean, he's like, oh house of cards yeah, he's got that show was so good until the last season where they just killed him off. Yeah, I only watched the first, but yeah. Oh yeah, the it, the first season's good, but it gets even better by the time he basically cheats and steals and murders his way into becoming president. For like two seasons, he's just the president. <laughs> it's like it's it's wild. It's pretty good. Yeah, I was trying to pull up the vaccine law stuff because i mean if if the government if the government is going to mandate vaccines then i kind of understand how they can't then how that they would give immunity to the corporation right 
because it's not really a choice at that point. They're basically forcing, you know, they're choosing who they're going to, they're choosing which company's vaccine they're going to take, and then they're giving it, they're forcing people to have it. So you, you, the government essentially has to take responsibility at that point, right? Yeah. And they, well, they kind of do because it's, yeah, um, I think it's in the billions of dollars that the vaccine injury fund has paid out to people, and it's a secret court. So yeah, tax, the taxpayers secret, put the bill. The secrecy stuff is what I always have a struggle with. I, it just doesn't, I can't justify it. I think but, I might have put it in the, we did a two part episode on Bill Gates, and we kind of focused on vaccines in the second part. I might have put okay. it in the show notes for that one where. Like this 60 Minutes did a whole in-depth piece about the influenza given all these people the this swine flu vaccine in like the 70s gave all these people like permanent it killed some people and gave people permanent paralysis and having to walk with crutches and stuff and they asked the uh, head of the CDC like what like why did you tell everybody this was totally safe when your own data showed that it wasn't and it could cause permanent neurological damage and he's like well, I didn't know about that. And then, like, they interview some of the, C the CDC scientists below him. They're like, oh, we definitely told him. And he's lying that he didn't know about it. And then the guy that ran the, like, get your shot, roll up your sleeve, America, that whole ad campaign. It was uh -huh. he, They were making claims like Muhammad Ali and Carrie Fisher and all of them got their influenza shot for the swine flu, so get yours. And then it turns out they totally made that up. And those celebrities oh, yeah. hadn't even gotten their swine flu shot. And they didn't get their permission. The CDC didn't from those celebrities. So it's like. And that wasn't that long ago. That was, you know, in the 70s, so it's like... Yeah, they talk about the end of pandemic, too, I think. They, they right, yeah. Have a scene with the 60 Minutes or whatever it was. Yeah, um, yeah it's, it sucks. I mean... <laughs> it's like the most... Like, the vaccine conversation is like the most censored... Uh-huh. Air quotes, misinformation on... Uh, like you can't even post the warning label, that the vaccine insert that comes... Uh, with your vaccine, like that you could get at CBS. I don't know if this is still the case, but Twitter and Facebook were banning people from showing the actual warning label. Wow. I, yeah, I mean, I was just, there, there was a interview with Chris Stockis, I can't remember, and uh, Sam Harris. That was like this last episode that he did, mm -hmm. The Making Sense. And he just kind of went, they went through all this COVID information. And they were just, you know, you just, you have a problem because, what was it, the, if you have a, I mean, it's an R-naught of, let's say COVID has an R-naught of three or something, I think that's what they were saying, something like that. And so that means if, uh, if you do nothing, uh, every person will give it to three more people, right? So... Uh, that's bad, um, you know, depending on how dangerous the disease is, obviously. Lesser diseases, you know, it's not as bad, but whatever. So if you're trying to keep it from spreading, uh, and I'm sorry, and then there's an, another number that's an R, can't remember what they call it, but something, and that's the, that's what's actually happening. So basically, if you have a, a normal population and you have this disease and it's, you know, so easy to spread, it's got an R naught of, let's say, three. And then what you're trying to do is do a bunch of different things so that that 
uh, actual number, whatever they call it, RE or something like that. Yeah, maybe it's RE effective or something. So that you can bring that number less than zero, or sorry, not less than zero, less than one. Because if you do that right, then the disease is going to slow down. So if you have, you know, ten thousand people today, you'll have nine thousand. You know, you'll you'll go down. Versus yeah, you want if you less have than three. a one-to-one -one transmission rate, basically. Right. So if you have a three, then you know, and you start to really ramp it up because every three times three, and then keep going, right? So, um, but so if you have something like that. Uh, and then you're trying to stop that from happening, um, you know, and you do roll out a vaccine, how do you get people to actually take it? And especially in a world of social media where you could have, you know, I think this like is the cop situation, which is you can have, you know, a million daily interactions between cops and black people. <laughs> And if you see 10 videos tomorrow of bad interactions and next week you see one guy dies, you can have fucking people on the street. And the equivalent to that in vaccines is everybody stops taking it. When, you know, if you do have one person dies from a vaccine, but the vaccine is overall generally effective and you save, you know, uh, you get life back to normal and let's say you save you know, a hundred thousand lives, like, I don't know, <laughs> right? Yeah, if it do works, do? if it works, then yeah, but it's a lot of times they don't necessarily work either. There's, um, like what did Bill, Bill Gates gave a number of how many people are probably going to die from taking the COVID vaccine, but it's going to save more lives than it takes like far more. That's his argument. Well, but it's better like, be but way far more. <laughs> yeah, so it's like my 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 problem is like mandating it for sure. Like I don't think constitutionally that any government has a right to put something into your body, mm. no matter what it is. Um, but then there's the 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 thing that's always confused me is it's like people get mad if you don't get vaccinated, but it's like if you're vaccinated, then you're safe, right? Why would you be worried about me? Because I'm gonna be the one that's gets. If you're vaccinated, you can't get it anyway. So what's the, what's the fear there? Right, but the fear is. I mean, I don't know that this. The only rational fear would be the people who can't be vaccinated. Right. And what is it? Kids and mothers or something, right? So. Um, well, the vaccine schedule for kids is crazy. It's like 74 on the schedule. So what does that mean? Like the uh, the amount of vaccines that a kid's supposed to have by age uh, four okay. or whatever. It's like, I think it's like 74 different ones. It used to be three until after the okay. uh, Reagan uh, and Fauci changed that law, giving company yeah, it's manufacturers called national, immunity. National Childhood Vaccine Injury Act, I believe. Yeah. That's what, There's a couple what of the them. Book of Knowledge says. Um, Uh, might actually uh, might have Passing a couple 86. links related to that my um, uh, Bill Gates show notes let's check it out 
Um, yeah, maybe there was something else because that wouldn't be Bill Gates. That would be that would be Reagan though. 86. Oh no, this is not all the Bill Gates show notes were necessarily about Bill Gates, okay. especially once we got into the um, vaccines. Though. Okay. Uh, There's probably laws. Visualizing the secret change. history of a coronavirus bioweapon. Bill Gates TED Talk innovating to zero. Oh, you've seen that one, right? That's a beauty. No, I haven't seen that. Oh, he did this TED Talk and he's talking about like how to reduce carbon. He's like, humans are the main contributing factor to carbon, and like he's pointing at cars, people, and he's like, now we. He's got his little pointer on the chart at the TED Talk, and he's like, now one of these numbers has to get down to zero, and then he points it to humans, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like. He's talking about how, like, now one of the things we can do to lower global population is birth control and vaccines. Woo-hoo, <laughs> um, Yeah, that, that he, whole thing is crazy. That whole TED Talk's like, Jesus. Yeah. But some, I mean, okay, he would say, right? He would say that the vaccine argument, the reason he brings up vaccines there is because... In poorer countries, people have lots of kids, and uh, because they don't know who's going to live, right? And if they start to have a more steady understanding that more kids are going to live because the vaccines deal with a lot of the things that were killing them, then people are only going to have two or th- you know two kids, three kids. Yeah, versus I, I've heard this argument, but I, it doesn't make sense to me. Like I could see that being a small okay. factor, but these vaccines are supposed to get saving millions of lives. So how would it can't be factoring it can't be like having less people caused to be born than it's saving their lives and then also in poorer countries like you're gonna have like a lot more phys- family oriented physical work like farm work and all that kind of stuff and hunting mm-hmm. so you're gonna want more kids regardless okay does that make sense yeah that that second part yeah totally. I get the sense. argument for what like that that's what Bill Gates meant, but if that's what he meant, I mean, right. then it's still it, the numbers don't line up for me on that. Yeah. Um, here we go. And then he did the atmosphere blocking stuff. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, Forty-two I mean, he... U.S. Code Section Three Hundred A, A Twenty-Two Standards of Responsibility. Um. This just goes through. This is, I'm getting this from lawcornell.edu, or law.cornell.edu, and it goes through the, um, no state may establish or enforce a law which prohibits, oh, I guess I can, yeah, I can read this whole thing if I I want, um, nope. No vaccine manufacturer shall be held liable in a civil action for damages arising from a vaccine-related injury or death associated with the administration of a vaccine after October 1st, 1988. If injury or death resulted from side effects that were unavoidable, though the vaccine was properly prepared and was accompanied by proper directions and warnings, the it goes on. Yeah, sorry, the National Childhood Vaccine Injury Act was in 88. Yep, so there you go. Okay, so we're looking at the same thing. And yeah, and it's... Yeah, um, kind of. Um, like, RFK Jr. brings up also the point that, like, Merck hid the information, kind of like what happened with opiates. They said they weren't addictive, and then they got a slap on the wrist. 
Merck hid the information knowingly from its consumers that their headache pill caused heart attacks and at least 200,000 people died from that, if not 500,000. Wow. And that's the same company that makes your MMR vaccine, which they don't have to, they have total liability. From. So it's like these companies aren't your friend, like you were saying earlier. No. Yeah. Um, no, but, the, I mean, the, yeah. I mean, um, again, I think I brought up, we talked last time, uh, Cory Doctorow talks about that, which is like that we, you know, we're, we're in this situation where you have, like you're saying, corporations who do fucking horrible shit. And then because there's so few corporations, they're also going to end up being the one doing this other thing. And of course, people aren't going to trust them and shouldn't trust them. But how do you have a system that oversees them correctly? Right. I mean, that's that's ultimately where we have to go. We have to make sure that we have a government that's going to force them to do the right thing. Right. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. Over, that's where the anarchist slash libertarian argument falls apart is when you have there has to be some oversight of companies as and i do lean fairly libertarian but like yeah the, the the free market becomes a very unfree market when you don't have oversight to make sure it stays free and we're not really right. in a true free market right now because we've got monopolies and uh, unethical business practices pretty much running the show absolutely and that's the weird thing about it. that's what sucks is that from my perspective is that the left I've often experienced this which is the left doesn't want to even talk about economics it's like they're allergic to the conversation so they you run into a situation where you know you know they have no basis for like I mean you're never going to have a perfect free market but there are a number of things you can look it up any book or whatever and there's a number of things that when they talk about trying to get to a freer market these are the things that you want and so so if the left is going to so you know so the when the right comes back and they say something like well you know you got to let the market market decide and the market's going to figure it out and the free market is fantastic it does everything for everybody and it's great the left needs to be able to come back every time and say well okay here's here's what here's what you need in a mar in a free market and companies do not give a shit about that they do not like a free market they hate free markets they just want to be in the market and then they want to dominate it so there's things like they're going to naturally monopolize. They're going to naturally merge. They're going to naturally try to limit information to the public so that the public can't actually make a free decision on stuff. That is part of a, a you know part of a piece of having an actual free market. Um, a lot of that kind of stuff. And those are things where it's really difficult because you're you're actually getting to a freer market by having government force do more regulation. <laughs> on the corporation it's it's you know it sounds totally back ass words right but it, at some level they're gonna you know companies are always going to try to not have a free market and you know it's it's it, it sucks it's fucked up but at some level you actually need to have a government forcing it to be more of a free market which you know, it it's, doesn't make any sense but that's actually how it ends up having to be um especially when you're gonna have other things like patents or you're gonna have um other limitations that you know that that we that we don't seem to have a problem with you know you never hear the free market i mean you sometimes do some of the best ones do say that libertarians say you know there shouldn't be patents at all but you know most republicans will say oh we don't have any problem with patents but 
that is that is not free market. I mean, that is you know that is not real competition. That's government you know protect. That's government protection for a business. So yeah, and then I think it was Disney who lobbied to get the mm-hmm. um, co- like copyright to be longer than fifty years or whatever it used to be. Yeah. So now like the idea was like if you owned a copyright or a patent on something it's like by the time like the next generations around that's in the public domain but that's not usually the case anymore um right i just noticed the legend of jeffrey in the chat posted our uh, <laughs> posted that link to the child vaccine injury act a while ago and i hadn't seen it so uh, okay shout out um, yeah well that has always for the patents and i'm trying to there's three terms right patents copyrights trademarks um again dr o talks about the cory doctor talks about this um which is the whole, the whole basis of that is this idea that you want them you want artistic and you want scientists and artists to do that kind of work vaccines you cause artism <laughs> you want you want that well yeah i mean yeah you're, I'm, I'm artistic sorry <laughs> well there there is something of that, right? I mean, there's probably every coder is probably at some level autistic, but right. um, but anyway, the whole the whole reason you intervene in the market and have patents and all these kinds of things is because it was it's you know it's generally thought maybe it's not true, but it's generally thought that you have to give them some period of time of protection to basically cash in on the work that they did you know, before they knew they would have anything, right? So you have to give, you have to give an artist or you have to give a scientist, you know, enough reason to think, okay, if I put in, you know, 10 years into this shit, that once I actually, you know, make something, somebody else just can't say, oh yeah, okay, we'll make that, <laughs> you know? And, and or, or the, you know, often we will not have scientists and artists putting in that time t- to build something like that, right? So. That's why you want to have that protection. But the whole point of it was that it had to be limited because you 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 also, because this was another piece of it at least, every other piece, you know, artistic and scientific discovery or creation, I guess, would be for artistics, um, that all has to be built essentially off of somebody else's work. We're always, const- it's a remixed culture. Everything is ultimately really built off of somebody else's you know, pulling together two other people's ideas to come up with a third idea or whatever. And so you have to limit that time as well. So you have to give them a reasonable of time to, you know, to, to incentivize their work to production, but you have to limit it so that other people can build on it. And that the whole point of that, the whole point of markets is so that we can continue to build a better society for all. And, but if you, as you know, Disney has done numerous times, just keeps kicking that limit, you know, the, the time that they can t- continue to have that rights to, to be only one who can, you know, make something with Mickey Mouse or whatever the fuck they want to do. The, as they keep extending that, that limits artistic development. You know, you can't remix that into something else. And, you know, they, they took all these old stories, Cinderella and all that, and then they built these brands off of it. And then they basically said, well, you can't do a Cinderella story. <laughs> it's yeah. crazy. No, that is, yeah, this, and, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they got Walt Hesney's did, Walt Disney's head, Walt Hesney, 
I wouldn't be surprised if they got Walt Disney's head like on ice and he's still calling the shots at this point. Like, <laughs> wasn't he palling around with Hitler for a while, or is that just a rumor? I don't know if they palled around. I think they probably agreed on a lot of shit. I mean, yeah. all those people. You know, the eugenics thing apparently started in the U.S. Uh, Prescott Bush. There's, actually, well, yeah, there's a, Bill Gates' yeah. dad was an admitted eugenicist. Yeah, it was totally, like, not... It was totally accepted and okay. Um, you know, nobody had any problem with it. Uh, in the early, I can't remember what it was. Maybe it was like up until the twenties in the U.S. Yeah. It Let's was bring just it back. kind of this. <laughs> <laughs> it was just kind of this thing, and then Hitler gave it a bad name. You know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fucked it up for everybody, along with uh, Charlie Chaplin's mustache. He fucked that up too. So. I'll eat your ass. I will. He hates I mustaches. like women with big, giant tits and big asses. <laughs> There's a great clip of that. You probably don't have it. Alex Jones, I hate mustaches. I didn't know about that one. Oh, I got so many. I got like 40 Alex clips, and that isn't one of them I need. Why does he hate mustaches? I can't remember. I don't even know if he says it. He just fucking hates He just starts yelling it. Uh, well, you got any other thoughts on the pandemic stuff, or should we move Man, on to the laptop? Well, uh, da, 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 da. Kissinger report reducing African population that was fucked up. Um, oh yeah, yeah, that's that was fucked. <laughs> you talked about well, yeah. I mean, you mentioned the Gates thing. I mean, they mentioned a bunch of things: the atmosphere blocking surveillance satellites, quantum dot tattoo, vaccine mosquitoes. <laughs> yeah, they, you know they approved those for release in Florida. Five hundred million of them. Genetically really? modified mosquitoes approved for release in florida it might already be out they've probably been doing that for a long time uh, they're admitting there was that. one <laughs> yeah I, there was one thing that was weird about it so like and na talked about this too uh event 201 this was kind of the beginning of the whole movie yeah that's weird right? um it is weird except that later on in the movie they talk about how they did something like this in like 2009 so no it's 2010 Box so like step. i don't know if that's what it yeah maybe that was it is that what um, well lockstep was a document detailing how like china's awesome and a global pandemic is gonna usher in a police state and a permanent uh surveillance state and lockdown and that china's gonna be like the new superpower okay but if i recall they had there's video in pandemic which was just kind of strange to me. There's video in Plandemic of them running another event like in 2010. Like they're all sitting around a desk and one woman's pretending to be somebody or something. And so like, it's, you know, it's totally eerie that you have event 201 happening, you know, what is it, a couple months before, you know, COVID actually hits. Mm -hmm. But it's And that it was specifically about a coronavirus too. Yeah, but it, it's, it's a little less freaky because they have done these things before they have run these scenarios before sure. i don't know if they run them every 10 years or something I, who but knows it is what weird it is. when they're like they have this in the event 201 they have all this stuff about like shut like conspiracy theories and riots and it's like right. i don't know it's just like it's uh but yeah you would think i don't know it's it's really weird but 
Yeah, Bill Gates funded. Oh, I, I found the article, by the way. It's even more than I thought. 750 million mosquitoes, genetically engineered mosquitoes, approved for release in Florida Keys. That's from CNN.com. Do you know under what health, they're... Under the health category. <laughs> Do you know what their goal is for that? Or declared uh, goal, at least? <laughs> Bill Gates released mosquitoes into the audience at one of his TED Talks, and he's like, get your vaccines. Like everybody was happy to get bit by mosquitoes and vaccinated. I don't know. It just seems <laughs> what could go wrong. I plan to release over 750 million genetically modified mosquitoes into the Florida Keys in 2021. Receive final approval from local authorities against the objection of many local residents. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> proposal had already won in state and federal approval. Uh. Oh God! Here's here you go. Here's how you know it's good. And this is in quotes right here. With all urgent crises facing our nation and the state of Florida, the COVID-19 pandemic, racial injustice, and climate change, <laughs> the administration has used tax dollars and government resources for a Jurassic Park experiment," said J.D. Hansen, <laughs> the policy director for the International Center for Technology and Assessment for for Food and Safety. Um, they, I, oh, I, all I can, I think it's, um, ah, here we go. I'm trying to figure out what purpose of the mosquito is. The mosquito named OX5034 has been altered to produce female offspring that die in the larval stage well before hatching and growing enough to, to bite and spread disease. So maybe these aren't the vaccine mosquitoes. These are the ones that, um, just don't want, they're trying to outbreed the ones that don't bite. So that doesn't sound as bad. Yeah, but I'm sure it's gonna fuck up in some way. And yeah, it's just, every really time like they try to mess with the always happens. cycle of nature, something gets out of whack. Right. Um, like Australia's have so many invasive species, and they keep setting right. another one free to try to kill that one, and then it makes it even worse. <laughs> yeah, they're holding up cats or whatever the hell it is. They kill cats. Uh, they hunt cats. Um. <laughs> Okay, yeah. there is uh, universal mos uh, mosquito vaccines, or yeah, mosquito vaccines, NIH.gov. Um, re researchers, sciencemag.org, researchers turn mosquitoes into flying vaccines. So I guess that's not what's <laughs> going on in Florida, but they are doing okay. that also. Looking into it. Um, they talked about uh, Operation Mockingbird. Yes, um, yeah. Do you have anyone working for a major television network employed by the CIA? Yeah, I said 3,000. That's how everybody yeah. sounded on uh, on TV in the old days. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and I mean, that that is like my biggest, I think I said it before, my biggest concern is that, you, you know, when you have a secret part of your government, it's not going to be a good situation. <laughs> Um, especially when they're, you know, able to kill people and do kill people overseas, like that's not going to come home. Sure. Okay. Not going to mislead people. They're not, I mean, yeah, it's quite you know, a problem. One of, the, one of the things that really shocked me, cause a lot of that stuff I'd already been researching pretty heavily into in pandemic too, but there was a couple where I was like, Whoa, if this is true, basic big, if true, um, right. Judy said, or it might have been in the first one, but um, Judy Mikovits said, uh -huh. 
when she was working at Fort Detrick on the Ebola virus, it was it had never been able to jump to humans like it couldn't yes. infect humans, and they modified it and taught it how to do that in the lab. Right. That's crazy. Not surprising, but pretty crazy. Yeah. Like Dvorak then, uh, is under the impression or of the opinion that Lyme's disease, like uh, Legend of Jeffrey just said in the chat, talking about Lyme's disease, but Dvorak's like Lyme's disease, Ebola, AIDS. Kanye says AIDS too. All that was, you know, made in a government lab. And that was, that was apparent, you know, supposedly stopped or whatever. They said, what is it, gain of, because I, I think that's all considered gain of function research. Right. Dr. But, Francis Boyle, who wrote the um, UN's Biological Weapons Treaty, was saying that COVID-19 was gain-of-function, like, back in, you know, December, November, whenever that started. Right. So they got to have a reason for doing that stuff, though, right? I mean, I, outside of, you know... Like a non-nefarious reason. the population or whatever that was. Well, I'm, yeah, just research to see how it happens or something you know if if we can do it then we you know that's probably how the nature does it and then we can track it and we can figure out and the next time we see it we could try to stop it from happening or i, I don't know um but again i always come back to just transparency like that is just the key of this stuff um and it's not always happening as as we as we know yeah um do, 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 do. Um, uh, you you had, had sent go ahead oh sorry go ahead you had you had sent a thing about uh flu coming down now or whatever no more flu something somebody had said oh yeah um, i think the cdc announced i have to look into it further but something like the cdc announced they're not going to count any flu deaths or flu cases for the rest of the year wow okay which just because that, that'll help you get the numbers up for covid yeah, I mean, flu is going, I mean, I think it's understandable that flu, I mean, and they have said it, right, that flu has gone down because all the mitigation techniques that we're using for COVID are going to affect flu, right? I mean, that makes right. sense, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not to track it, though, that doesn't make any sense to me. Um, no, no agenda pointed out that we're on track to have less deaths this year in america than last year from like total, flu total deaths of anything from total deaths of anything. Like total huh. deaths we actually are gonna have less than last year um, huh. which isn't necessarily mean anything but it is kind of funny with that kind of shows you that people are way overreacting to covid 19. Right, but it's just we don't have a real comparison, right? So if we had done nothing, we don't know what these numbers would be. Right. Um, all but, we have are models that everybody's going to say is are flawed for some reason. Yeah, but uh, I think it was Rogan that pointed out that Italy, you know, did a total, total, total mm -hmm. lockdown and mask wearing from the very beginning, and they still got hit with a second wave harder than anybody. Right, but... Judy and him point out that they smoke constantly. Uh, they don't exercise. And what was the other one? I think there was something else they talked about with Italy. Yeah. Um, oh, they have a lot of old people. Yeah. it's And they're living in, like, the generations are living in, like, uh, 
houses Altogether. with their grandparents and stuff. Right. But anyway, so, I'm uh, about ready to hit this laptop because I got yeah, yeah, yeah. on that Let's if you're that. ready. Any Absolutely. last thoughts on, on the on the COVID? <sighs> Don't want it? Yeah, well, right. But, I mean, I'm just, you know, I wish Judy and Fauci would sit down and talk. <laughs> I wish we could seek some of that shit because yeah. I... I mean, I don't even know that she would disagree. I mean, what? Because she, she seems to think it's a serious disease, right? She just. I'm seeing in the chat that viruses are fake. <laughs> Along with birds. So. <laughs> well, there's actually like uh, Grimerica just had um, the dude Greg Carwood from the Higher Side chats on it, and he made a really interesting case that I'm not smart enough to know about. Okay. Uh, but basically that. By, there's no such thing as like contagious diseases <laughs> and there's kind of he was basically like compared it to he said there is no such thing as contagious yeah, disease yeah and i don't know <laughs> okay um there was uh there was a guy um that had this opposite idea of pasteur who supposedly pasteur said on okay. his deathbed that, that they they haven't been able to prove any contagious any have any proof that diseases are contagious but there was another guy, kind of like <laughs> Tesla, like was lost to history in Edison's science won the war. Right. And we all, there's a similar thing that happened with like germ theory. Um, and so there's like a growing number of people that think that uh, diseases aren't real. Legend of Jeffrey says, look up, look up Dr. Thomas Cohen or Andrew Kaufman on okay. exomes. Um, Does... But yeah, the, the uh, does this guy want to fuck any guys, any gay guys with AIDS, <laughs> or is he not into that? Is he want to try it out? Because he should. Uh, yeah. Well, I wonder. I wonder how STDs factor it's into that. Infectious disease. I gotta see if it's the same thing. Unless he's talking just like maybe I'm think, maybe I'm misinter maybe I'm misunderstanding it for um, viruses. But then there's the you know the whole five Gs causing viruses and right. then on the nih.gov website for a while they had a study that 5g radiation actually mimics coronavirus in your cells it was interesting <laughs> that got took taken down as soon as alex jones found out about it and started talking about it <laughs> nih.gov says it but anyway that's a rabbit hole we could spend all night on well, we, so i don't want to i don't, I don't we know talked about that f yeah just to bring it up the finders guy there was a guy who um uh, who was like, what was he like a spokesperson or something for the finders cult or whatever. And, uh, we somehow stumbled on a video and then I was trying to watch it today and it's gone. So but yeah. Anyway, isn't that funny how that works? It is funny. Super annoying. I mean, yeah, the, uh, yeah. it's, 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 the it's the point that Alex Jones always makes, but it's true. It's like they, they delete your, you know, they ban you, censor you, you know, pandemic in pandemic two, totally banned. You can't find them unless you're look, really looking for them on BitChute or something. But then they have all this stuff talking about it and debunking it, but they won't let you see the original thing. It's really, that's bullshit in my opinion. Yeah, totally. I mean, that's what I looked up the uh, Hunter blowjob thing. <laughs> and I didn't it's on a really that. weird website. Yeah, I bet. So your IP is probably being tracked by the Russians or whatever. Now. Some they said somebody said it was a Chinese site or whatever, but I don't know. <laughs> G something G three, I don't know what it was. But I was like, 
concerned about clicking on it because you know it or whatever uh and then i clicked on it and as far as i could tell i mean the only video i saw was like totally blurred out like you know if you'd seen hunter before you know in some of his bad pictures you could kind of tell it was him mm -hmm. um i did not watch the whole thing but he's just laying on his back and then somebody and she's kind of talking every once in a while but and you can hear the tv in the background but she's totally blurred you can kind of see she must be doing something with her hand and obviously where it is and her head and all this kind of stuff but it's it's much more blurred than those you know videos from china or japan or whatever <laughs> right um her whole face is totally blurred so i yeah i guess that's a um, to protect the victim maybe i don't know yeah i mean yeah i guess so um uh, I got before before I get into the the laptop stuff. I do have. I don't know. Did you watch the Trump town hall? No. Oh, well, I got. He's done a bunch. Which one? Yeah. Well, this I is. Uh, I'll do a back to back with the, starting with like SNL's version of it. Thank you, Serengeti. It's great to be here. <laughs> Even though, woman. Lots of voters waiting to ask questions, but I'd like to start by tearing you a new one. Now, why won't you condemn white supremacy? I do. I do condemn it. I've always more or less condemned it. Okay. What about QAnon? You mean the group that thinks Democrats are a cabal of Satan-worshipping pedophiles? that I'm their messiah, I don't know anything about them at all. No. Yes, you do, Mr. President. All I do know is that they're against pedophilia, and I agree with that. If anyone's against pedophiles, it's me, the man who was close personal friends with one of the most famous pedophiles on earth. <laughs> Rest in power, Jeffrey. Okay. Uh, what about the Aryan Brotherhood? They're very pro-family, that's all I know. KKK? Your car breaks down, you call Triple K. Okay, Mr. <laughs> Mr. President, just last week you tweeted that Osama bin Laden is still alive. I didn't tweet it. It was a retweet, which is short for a really smart tweet. Okay, but you, you can't just do things like that. You're not just someone's crazy uncle. Really? You know? Because this conversation we're having right now is a preview of Thanksgiving dinner at a lot of American households, so crazy uncles, stand back and stand by. I, Alec Baldwin's Trump is just nowhere as funny as actual Trump. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. So you said you didn't see any of the town hall? No. Did no, you end up watching the third debate? Uh, I did. Yeah. I okay. That. I'll, uh, just so you're not taken in by the SNL propaganda, I'll let you hear uh, what actually happened in that part of the town hall. You were asked point blank to denounce white supremacy. In the moment, you didn't. You asked some follow-up questions. Who specifically? A couple of days later, on a different show, oh, you, you, you denounced white this. supremacy. No, you My question to you is: You've done this to why me. Why does everybody, it seem like I denounce white supremacy? Okay, you did I've two days later. I denounced white supremacy for years, but you always do it. You always start off with a well, question. You didn't ask Joe Biden whether or not he denounces Antifa. I watched him on the same basic show with Lester Holt. And he was asking questions like Biden was a child. Well, well so th this so is a little bit ready? of a dodge. Are you, wait, are you listening? I denounce white supremacy. Okay. What's your next question? Do you feel, it feels sometimes you're hesitant to do so. Like you hesitant. wait a bit. Here we go again. Isn't that, isn't that kind of fucking bullshit? <laughs> totally. He immediately denounces it and he's like, feels like you're hesitant. 
Yeah. Every yeah, time, in fact, my people came, I'm sure they'll ask you the white supremacy question. I denounce white supremacy. Okay. And frankly, you want to know something? I denounce Antifa and I denounce these people on the left that are burning down our cities that are run by Democrats who don't right, know what they're doing. While we're denouncing, let me ask you about QAnon. It is this theory that uh, Democrats are a satanic pedophile ring and that you are... She frames it as if it's only Democrats, but it's Republicans, too. Okay. That are satanic pedophiles. Are the savior of that. Now, can you just once and for all state that that is completely not true? So and disavow QAnon yeah. in its entirety? I know nothing about QAnon. I just told I you. I know very little. You told me, but what you tell me doesn't necessarily make it fact. I hate to say that. I know nothing about it. Okay. I'm, I have to say, there's like no way that Trump's not full of shit. Like, he knows what fucking QAnon is. He knows yeah, about it. I think he so. He has to. Like, he would have to be so insulated. He's on Twitter all the fucking time. He knows about QAnon. Well, don't we think some of that shit that he's done has been like at least joking references to QAnon? Like, wasn't yeah. there like the fucking bunny or something? There was something there with was the bunny. There was that baby that he held up. That somebody held up at the debate with a big Q on its chest, and okay. Trump's like, "What a beautiful baby! Look at that baby!" I thought there was something like they said "hop hop" or something, and then he oh, had tippy like, top, tippy top. Okay, yeah, and yeah. he said, "Follow the white rabbit." Trump's Q said, "Follow the white Q rabbit." Trump's going to work tippy top into a shape, and then standing next to a giant white person Easter bunny in an Easter bunny costume, he says, "It's tip top shape. We call it tippy top." <laughs> Right. And he's standing so he next to the, the bunny on Easter saying, uh, and Q had just said, follow the white rabbit. I thought exactly. that was pretty cool. <laughs> it, yeah, it seems like it's a, it's a, it's some kind of intelligence operation. Uh, I think it's pretty naive to think that Trump isn't, is like, I, yeah, I mean, Trump has to say, like, I don't know what's about that because what's he going to do? Be like, yeah, Q, I love Q. They're great people. Actually, he did kind of say that, but. I do know they are very much against uh, pedophilia. They fight it very hard, but I know nothing about it. They believe it, it is if a satanic like call to run by the deep state. The subject, I'll tell you what I do know about. I know about Antifa, and I know about the radical left, and I know how violent they are and how vicious they are, and I know how they're burning down cities run by Democrats, not run Republican by Republicans. Republican Senator Ben Sass said, quote, QAnon is nuts, and real leaders call conspiracy theories conspiracy theories. He may be Why right. not just say it's crazy and not true? He may be right. I just don't know about QAnon. You do know. I don't know. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You Let me ask me you another thing. It. Let's waste a whole show. Uh, you start off with white supremacy, I denounce it. You start off with something else, let's go. Keep asking me these questions. Okay. I but, do have but one let, more let me, just, let me just tell you, what I do hear about it is they are very strongly against pedophilia. And I agree with that. I mean, I do agree okay. with that. And I agree but with it But there's not a strongly. satanic uh, pedophile called no they idea. run by. I know nothing about that. You don't know that? that? <laughs> okay. No, I don't know you that. Just and this and week... neither do you know that. Okay. Just this... <laughs> neither do you know. You don't know there's not a satanic pedophile cult running things right but that's, I, uh, what, I don't know how do you think he handled that well i don't know i mean i would have rather him said as far as i know there is not this thing you know like right. that's what is that the um atheists talk about the teapot 
you know, you ca you can't prove there's not a teapot that circles around the globe around oh, the, the earth or something. Spaghetti monster theory. That's another. Yeah, I think that's a piece of it or something. And uh, so nobody could technically prove that that's not happening. Mm -hmm. But we live our lives based on you know the way we work, the way we do science, the way we do things, right? The way we know stuff is we base it on what we think, you know, things that we have knowledge of and anybody can say random shit and you can't just like start to like live based on any random shit that somebody brings up. Like you want to have some kind of evidence that this thing does exist. Um, well, we I mean, do, that's, there's been enough ahead. Uh, pedophiles getting outed in the government and Hollywood that I think it's, it's like not like I think Hugh is like not true. At least a lot of it's not. But like mm -hmm. it's not a huge jump to say that like the deep state is run by pedophiles because that's like we were talking about when I was on your show the blackmail aspect of it, and then you had yeah. the speak former speaker of the house, right? I mean, and then you, obviously Epstein had all these politicians and royalty and Hollywood elite running around with him, so it's like it's not really a big jump to say that the sat the sat satanic pedophile deep state isn't like it's only a couple degrees of separation from what we already know to be true. Yeah. I mean the satanic and the power from other dimensions thing is. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, <laughs> they're like vampires. They're, they're, they get the psychic energy of the children. Uh, yeah, they were kind of controlled today, weren't they? Or uh, yesterday, I guess. Uh, he didn't go too crazy on some of that. Uh, oh, Alex. Jones. Yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> but uh, thank you for your courage. <laughs> they got to play that now. Do they play that on that name? I sent that um, ISO into Adam. I don't think he ever ended up using it. I was like, that's fine. I'll take it. Thank you for your courage. <laughs> Why, why aren't you asking me about Antifa? Why aren't you asking me you about just, the radical you, Why aren't you asking Joe Biden questions about why doesn't he condemn Antifa? Why does he say it doesn't exist? Because you're Antifa, here no, me. Geez, nah, that's so cute. Antifa <laughs> exists. They're vicious, they're violent, they kill people, and they're burning down our cities. And they happen to be radical left. Just this week, you retweeted to your 87 million followers a conspiracy theory that Joe Biden orchestrated to have SEAL Team 6, the Navy SEAL Team 6, killed to cover up the, the fake death of bin Laden. Now, why would you send a lie like that to your followers? It. You Can retweeted That was it. a retweet. That was a, an opinion of somebody, <laughs> and that was a retweet. I'll put it out there. People can decide for themselves. I don't the take president. a position. You're not like someone's crazy uncle who no, can no, just retweet no, no. whatever. That was a retweet, and I do a lot of retweets. And frankly, because the media is so fake and so corrupt, if I didn't have social media, I don't call it Twitter, I call it social media, I wouldn't be able to get the word out. And the, well, word, the word is, is false. and you know what the word is? The word is very simple. We're building our country stronger and better than it's ever been before. Let's and that's what's happening, and everybody knows it. <laughs> I wish he would have doubled down and be like, yeah, they didn't really kill bin Laden, and Obama and Biden had those seals murdered, because that seems to be what happened. He should have just doubled down on it. He should have been like, yeah. But that's such a weird thing. Like, if, if, if somebody were to, if I were to tweet right now, and I were to, you know, include him in the tweet, and I were to say, uh... I just heard they're they're coming to kill the president and then he retweets that. 
<laughs> well, the, right? The, uh, is he not supposed to be? A, the tweet had a link to an actual uh, CIA guy that was telling the story. So he's like a CIA whistleblower. Okay. He right, actually confirmed the thing, CIA right? though. But that doesn't mean he's but, right about everything he said. He was kind of dressed like a wizard and there was some weird <laughs> stuff going on. Could be uh, some kind of psyop. I don't know. Or Q shit. It's just, when are we supposed to take him? You know, it's that, what is it? The His supporters versus the people who hate him. Take him literally versus seriously or something like that. And he's just, you know, he rides that line. And it's hilarious, but... Yeah, like the 12 more years thing that freaks so many people right. out. <laughs> yeah. And, but... Yeah. Did you I mean, did you see the Lincoln Project's like twelve more years thing? No, I didn't. Oh God, let me see if I can find this on Twitter. I hate quick. them. I mean, they're they're the worst. There's they. <sighs> let me see if I yeah, it's it's hilarious. It's like um, uh, there's just people <laughs> people can't take a joke. Right. Right. Exactly. But, I mean, but uh, there's also people that are like understandably freaked out because they've been operating under the pretense that like the government has never been corrupt and is totally fine and now all of a sudden they're like their world turned upside down in 2016 you know that's probably true too yeah exactly um yeah i wonder if that's the divide maybe the lincoln project took it down i wonder if that's the divide between like standard democrat and like the greenwalds and the taibis of the world kind of thing which is like you have to if you yeah if you think like government has always been this good thing you know and like normal and then trump being president is like total fucking mind blower but yeah. like if you've always thought like shit is fucked up and evil and you've heard about all the you know cointelpro and all these different things and it's like oh well he's just another fucking guy you know yeah <laughs> did you see the, the plot against the president documentary I, no i i downloaded it so like yeah a lot of this stuff is available in places if you know where to look you know <laughs> even if uh right the socials don't want to uh make it available yeah that was but, um a lot of it was stuff that like people have been following the end like tybee and greenwald have been exposing some of that uh -huh. for a while but uh they yep. they did a really good boil down um cool. they just like condense like a bunch of the stuff that's come out and stuff that you kind of forget about I can't find this clip Great. of uh, the Lincoln Project, but it's it's this like mom coming over to her kid who's in bed after the election. She's like, the kid's like, who won, mommy? And he, she's like, Trump. And then he, the kid goes, I thought you were only allowed to be president two times. She goes, not anymore. <laughs> and then it's like Trump's like fourth term or something. And then you hear a crowd like from a Trump rally in the background when it ends with sad music. You hear the Trump people going, 12 more years. <laughs> it's like <laughs> not anymore i thought people could only be president twice not anymore but but isn't that the whole problem like the idea that there is an election like yeah i mean still it's, apparently okay. if they were successful in removing trump from office like and the impeachment went all the way or whatever yeah then it would have opened up a chance for it would have invalid this is like never happened before but from the legal scholars i were was looking at at the time of impeachment were saying that means trump okay. can be president two more full terms if they remove him and he wins the election two more times he, he, he because it invalidates his first 
uh, four years. Huh. That's hard. Okay. That's weird. It's it was like almost like there was like a lot of talk like that like Trump's Trump's really goading them into giving him twelve years <laughs> <laughs> like this impeachment thing. But uh, anyway, yeah. So coming, I guess we'll work our way into the laptop now. This was from the uh, debate, and this was okay. This is not edited, by the way. Vice President Biden, there have been questions about the work your son has done in China and for a Ukrainian energy company when you were vice president. In retrospect, was anything about those relationships inappropriate or unethical? Nothing was unethical. Here's what the deal. Unethical. <laughs> Nothing was unethical. Here's what the deal. With regard to Ukraine. We had this whole question about whether or not, because he was on the board, I later learned of a Burisma, a company, that somehow I had done something wrong. Yet every single solitary person when he was going through his impeachment, testifying under oath who worked for him, said, I did my job impeccably. I carried out U.S. policy. Not one single solitary thing was out of line. Not a single thing, number one. Number two, the guy who got in trouble in Ukraine was this guy trying to bribe the Ukrainian government to say something negative about me, which they would not do and did not do because it never, ever, ever happened. My son has not made money in terms of this thing about, uh, what are you talking about, China. I have not had it. The only guy made money from China is this guy. He's the only one. Nobody else has made money from China. <coughs> Bullshit. <laughs> I love the, I love the, the what that thing. My son, the thing with uh, what were we talking about? China. <laughs> uh, my um, there's been so many times where somebody will bring up uh Biden, Hunter Biden and Barisma, and Biden uh -huh. has I didn't pull I didn't find a clip of it, but there's a several times where he says no one has ever accused my son of any wrongdoing. Period. Like, well, that's just what? <laughs> no what? one ever, huh? Never, never. Uh, funny. Well, I got the ISO. Nothing was unethical. Here's what the deal. <laughs> yeah, I, I sometimes skip words, too, but... Um, yeah, but come on. Yeah, no, he's... He's, <laughs> he's troubled. He's a bit troubled. Uh, but, I mean, at some level... I kind of feel bad for him because I do think most of this is the people around him taking advantage of him. Um, taking advantage of Biden? Yeah, just the name and, you know, have been fucking 40 whatever years. Uh, but, yeah. I. There's probably a little bit of that going on. Yeah, I mean. But then also I don't feel bad for him because, like, the media just covers for him. Like That's true, too. Incessantly. When he mm -hmm. really should be taking some heat, they well, let they him read off to. a teleprompter for his all his interviews. <laughs> right, I think Rogan has mentioned it long time ago. He used to mention it all the time, which was that he was running for office and he would use. I mean, he just basically stole other people's speeches. Yeah. You know, he's he's lied numerous times about like his uh, his education, um, just all that stuff, and that just hasn't come up this time for some reason. Yeah, he still would, he like ripped off like uh, Bobby Kennedy's speeches. Yeah, some guy in like Ireland too, I think. Um, and then you know he 
lied about like his position different in his classes top of the class or whatever and all this different shit and like i i guess i kind of wonder like why the fuck hasn't trump brought up more of that stuff like even in like the debate um i don't know but uh so <coughs> like um, i was go ahead no i was just gonna compliment what you were saying about joe biden stealing speeches and this is how long biden's been running for president when johnny carson's making jokes about it and <laughs> it's like <laughs> now on, on the political scene uh, one of the democratic candidates is senator joseph biden have you seen the problem he's been having he went around and made a speech and apparently he quoted a i think it was a british politician took his speech and kind of paraphrased it as his own and then the press got on him and then he was charged also with taking part of bobby kennedy's speeches and biden says not to worry he reassured his staff he said we have nothing to fear but fear itself <laughs> yeah classic yeah I the mean... biden 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 is like past his sell-by date man that guy yeah. that guy's been in politics way too long Right, but the Democratic Party just thought he would be the safest, shittiest, whatever, controllable choice. Well, here's uh, so the... I, I think it has out. a lot to do with with all this corruption going on in Ukraine where Mitt Romney and I think one of the McCains, but definitely Romney, John Kerry, Nancy Pelosi, and Joe Biden all have, like, kids... Yep. that work for Ukrainian, that were on the boards of Ukrainian gas companies. Right. And like Curry's talked about this whole slush fund. So it had to be somebody that's like guilty that got the nomination uh, so they can cover this shit up. Controllable? Yeah. Because they're worried, they're worried if Trump gets us another four years, his Justice Department actually might start arresting high-level people, especially for spying on Trump's campaign. And all I mean, that that's stuff. been the only thing, though, like... He talked about locking, you know, lock her up, and I just don't think he's done too much of that shit, right? Like he, I think if he started really, I don't know, if he started really going after him, then they might just kill him. <laughs> yeah, I think that's true. But we'll see what happens if he can get built. He just has like, his drain in the swamp thing turned into just hiring swamp creatures because you got Bill Barr who helped cover up nine eleven. Uh, tried to stop yeah. get the 28 pages from being released that Tulsi Gabbard and Rand Paul have which I proved them right that like, Saudi Arabia was fu funded 9-11 yeah he was I thought he was even like Iran-Contra he's like that he's packing yeah that probably thing, I think, even I think uh, Ruby Ridge too he botched, okay. botched that whole thing but like I mean all of this I mean that's kind of what I was hoping would come of the Ukraine stuff which would be, and this is, I think, why it was kind of rushed, partially why it was rushed, was that, like, we, you know, this, it, it was essentially a coup. Like, we, along with the U, with the European Union, we went in there and we pushed a government that was more pro-Western than pro-Russian. So we, and then, I, my understanding is that was what the Maidan revolution was. That's what Victoria Newland was involved in. They were essentially fomenting this revolution. I'm sure they, you know, there's always reasons that they can play on. So there's, I'm sure they're pissed wasn't, off people before. Oh, what, that was, go ahead. During Obama, wasn't he like literally, weren't they arming and funding neo-Nazis in Ukraine to like 
overthrow. I don't know if that's when that was happening, but it it was hap- it happened at some point, yeah. Um, but what I believe what they did is there was a pro-Russian government in there. How democratic it was, I don't know. But then they pushed for a, a, a revolution, and then there was another another somehow election or change of government or whatever. You got a more pro-Western person in there. Um, but then I believe they had another election, some, something got changed again. And that's when you get this, the other guy that Trump, you know, had the phone call with. So that guy was actually like a real independent, I believe is, is, I can't remember these people. Was names. he the guy? Yeah. He was the new guy. Cause it was a comedian that won the election. Yes. Right. He actually yes. played the president on a TV show and then right. ran and won. <laughs> it's like it's hilarious. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, what's the name? Poroshenko. I love an underdog upset victory like this. Yes. Well, and clearly a, you know, an outsider, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's just a beautiful thing. Um, you know, it shows maybe there is democracy or something like that. Um, it was a perfect phone call. <laughs> well, so yeah, so I thought that there was. So I was actually, what was I? I was supportive of, I was essentially, I think, with um, uh, Tulsi on a lot of this stuff, which was that I thought there was shady shit going on, but the way the, 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 the way the Democrats were rushing it was totally fucked up. And so I, I don't know if I, I can't remember what it. I was saying at the time. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't know that I was supportive of, of the impeachment. Maybe I was at the point, but either way, it wasn't like, it shouldn't have been done the way it was. Um, anyway, but so Taibi on his last podcast, uh, Useful Idiots, um, he was talking about essentially Hyder, uh, Hunter Biden. What was going on was that there was a very corrupt uh, head of Burisma or something, but he was actually part of the government. And what they would do is that they would have like rights to drilling or different things like that for the the gas and, and stuff. And so essentially it was totally corrupt in that you had the, let's say, interior minister or whatever his job was. And he had to decide like who was going to have rights to this gas. And he essentially gave it to himself and his own company. Numerous times he was just basically, you know, using government power to directly funnel and, and enrich himself. But this was when they had a very, you know, I think this might have been the first government, which was a pro-Russian government. This was when that was going on. And so it was all part of the same deal. But then what happened when they ended up changing to a different government, I think to the Western government, I wish I could know exactly these names and all that. But when they switched to a Western government and he was kicked out, what him and a bunch of these other oligarchs, essentially people who had been part of the government, used the government to make themselves rich. What they were doing was they were looking around at Western uh, governments. They were essentially, they were, they, they knew this, they know the shit was coming down. So what they were trying to do was put people on their boards who would essentially deflect, um, you know, any, any people going after them, any like basically... Right western interests trying to like clean things up and that's all hunter biden that's all he was there to do was 
you know, we know he's the son of this guy, so we're going to put him on the board and whatever we have to pay him, it'll be worth it. You know, right. Whatever. Is it 80,000 a month or something? Son of a bitch. Um, What's that? As Biden said at the uh, CFR. So what did he the say? Price of, if the prosecutor's not fired, you're talking about Ukraine. You're not getting the billion dollars. Son of a bitch. Right. He was fired. Right. So and there's a lot of dispute about whether or not um, that prosecutor was investigating Hunter Biden or at the time that Biden right. was talking about that and why Biden said that. But it seems. Yeah, shady I don't know me. that that's. Yeah. And I don't know that that's that important. I mean, the whole thing is that I mean, I guess it's if it's technically not illegal, are we are we still not supposed to be pissed off about it? I don't know. But if Hunter is essentially cashing in on his dad's name, which is not up for debate um you know and hunter and his dad is just fine with that that's that's still to me a mark on on the family yeah but i guess everybody's doing it so i don't i, don't I think know. the bigger crime and the treason is not like the unethical money dealings like you know all like senators were selling their stocks before the covid hit and all that prior knowledge, insider stranding, that stuff, you know, it's morally dubious. And yeah, there's scumbags for it, just like Biden is for this whole thing. But like, I think when it comes down to it, like the real crimes that they can actually get got on or when Obama and Biden oversaw with, you know, Clapper and Brennan and these guys, the wiretapping of a candidate for president, then the duly elected president, and then the president. I mean, well, that's treason. So that's where I think you get them because that's all come out as 100% confirmed. So it's like you don't really need to get them on any Ukraine shit. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's all true. Um, but nobody's going to no, There's going to be a fall guy and that's that's all that happens. Right. Maybe McCabe mm -hmm. or something. I think there's actually an indictment for McCabe that's like not been unsealed yet, but it's confirmed. Okay. Robert Barnes has been talking about that for a while. Huh. Yeah, who knows? So the argument that I've heard on Flynn was that he was essentially exposing the fact that we were – that Operation Sycamore, was it, or uh, something Sycamore? That we were essentially f uh, funding um, ISIS yes. to turn over Assad's government. Yeah, we were we were backing ICE. He was he was like trying to get us out of the Middle East and was really right. sick of uh, yeah funding terrorists <laughs> that we ended up fighting. You know, a couple years later, every time. Right, and I think he had he had overseen, you know, an, an agency or something that would put, that had put out a report proving that, and that's when they said fuck this guy. They went after him. Now, who was the guy um, that met with Trump at Trump Tower to let him know that he was being wiretapped? Trump Tower was wiretapped by the feds. I, I don't know. <laughs> it was, I think names. it, I don't know if it was Flynn or who, but uh, Pat Militich, uh, when he was on our podcast, he said they had to, like, get all the phones out of, like, the building and, or at least off that floor, and they had to, like, build a lead room so that nobody, like, none of the conversation could be heard to, like, tell Trump, like, hey, they're, they're listening to your calls and in your email. Wow. Pretty, yeah. pretty nuts. I got it's a so uh, 
Yeah, go ahead. I got Nora on CBS. If you want to hear some yeah, yeah. pretty shady coverage of the Biden laptop thing. And tonight, the Trump campaign is accusing Twitter and Facebook of censorship after the social media companies blocked the spread of an unverified story about former Vice President Joe Biden's son and a laptop allegedly full of his old emails. It's a story raising concerns about whether it's real or just designed to sow confusion in the final weeks of the election. Here's CBS's Nancy Cordes. Experts say it has all the hallmarks of information laundering and all the headaches of 2016. I have nothing to say about WikiLeaks. Back then, it was Clinton campaign chairman John Podesta whose emails were stolen and then dribbled out in the last month of the race. This time, it's a tabloid newspaper dribbling out emails, purportedly swiped from Vice President Joe Biden's son. This is a big smoking gun. The go-between this time isn't WikiLeaks, but Trump lawyer Rudy Giuliani, who says he got the emails from a computer repairman in Delaware. He wanted us to have this. He, he also thought it displayed numerous crimes. Hmm. Uh, so he gave them to my lawyer. We have the entire hard drive. Giuliani has admitted. I think it's the idea of some, a lawyer having a lawyer is funny. Like Trump's lawyer's lawyer. Right. So he gave them to my lawyer. We have the entire hard drive. Giuliani has admitted before to working with a known Russian agent to dig up dirt on the Bidens. This looks like your classic disinformation campaign. Eric O'Neill is a former FBI operative. Steal the information with a cyber attack, get the emails from Hunter Biden's account, and then put them on these laptops that are left at a repair store. And that's how the information is now laundered into the public. Who do you think is behind this? Well, the Russians would be my number one guess, <laughs> if I had to guess. Another echo of 2016, though this time social media outlets were quick to limit the spread of the Pause story. That. Twitter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, another echo of, because you fucking made it up. Yeah. I mean, it's an echo it's because you wanted to use the echo. Like, yeah, would, is that, it's not a that real echo. a whipsaw? <laughs> Something like that. Were, mean, yeah, it's like, it's it's like what was what your could who it was your guess be? like just guess yeah. they, they literally ask him right. who, what is your guess as to who would be behind this he's right. like russia is my first guess and they're like oh just like right. 2016. right why would it be your first guess because it happened in 2016. So it's like you're feeding yourself <laughs> because the you blamed russia it's... in 2016. yeah right hilarious they never learn to it's gonna like trump might get another 12 years if they keep this up <laughs> This time, social media outlets were quick to limit the spread of the story. Twitter briefly suspending the accounts of the Trump campaign and White House press secretary after they tried to share it. The campaign threatened to sue as allies on Capitol Hill cried censorship. The Senate Judiciary Committee wants to know what the hell is going on. Then and now, the goal of these incidents appears to be the same, to cast a cloud over the front runner in the closing weeks of the campaign using a drip, drip, drip of emails that create the air of scandal, even though Republican-led congressional investigations have never uncovered any evidence of wrongdoing by Vice President Biden. Nora. <laughs> Nancy Cordes, thank ever. you. Yeah. Didn't, didn't Trump call his wife ugly and his dad a, <laughs> a killer? <laughs> yeah, no, it was... Uh... Ted Cruz got pissed. He's like, because Trump posted a picture of Melania and then a picture of Ted Cruz's wife, and he just said, pictures speak louder than words. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's just so funny how quickly he's become a... His dad. Anyway. 
Oh yeah, same with the Rand Paul. Like uh, yeah, he uh, he shit on Rand Paul. He like publicly humiliated Rand Paul in every debate that he was in, and it's just so it's just so funny. Like how yeah, like Ted Cruz and Rand Paul are like his the guys he shit on the yeah. hardest are the ones that like are backing him. And Lindsey Graham has said I don't remember if he said stuff about Lindsey Graham, but Lindsey Graham said some horrible shit about him. Yeah. Back then, and then it's I don't know. It's amazing. I wonder. If I might have some uh, some classics. Yeah. Here uh, we go. Rand. Uh, yeah, Rand Paul. First of all, Rand Paul shouldn't even be on this stage. He's number 11. He's got 1% in the polls. And how he got up here, there's far too many people. Anyway. <laughs> Dude, I have a bunch from our Trump versus Biden episode we did back in like March or April. I have a bunch of Trump huh. Mr. Senator Paul, your name has been invoked. I kind of have to laugh when I think, of, hmm, sounds like a non sequitur. He was asked whether or not he would be capable and it would be in good hands to be in charge of the nuclear weapons, and all of a sudden there's a sideways attack at me. I think that really goes to really the judgment. Do we want someone with that kind of character, that kind of careless language, to be negotiating with Putin? Do we want someone like that to be negotiating with Iran? I think really there's a sophomoric quality that is entertaining about Mr. Trump, but I am worried. I'm very concerned about him having him in charge of the nuclear weapons because I think his response, his his visceral response to attack people on their appearance, short, tall, fat, ugly. My goodness, that happened in junior high. Are we not way above that? Would we not all be worried to have someone like that in charge of the nuclear take, arsenal? Take the, Mr. Trump. I never attacked him on his look, and believe me, there's plenty of subject matter right there. <laughs> but you go back and it's like, there's like how, like, in hindsight, like nobody should have been surprised that Trump won because he just like slayed every debate. So funny. Right. But then you get and you get like Harris attacking Biden, and now and then she was oh, called right. on it by uh, by Colbert. Yeah, and she's like she, her just, response you know, was it was a debate. Yeah, she kept saying that over and over. It's really bizarre. Which means, what are we supposed to think about what you said about Pence or you know about their handling? Like you don't believe any of that shit either, then, right? I, <sighs> Sorry, I'm just so stupid. Yeah, <laughs> stupid world. I got. Uh, um, man, yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say I got. I can't go. Obviously, there's way too many to go through, but I'm sure I can find a couple <laughs> more Trump Republican debate gyms. Yeah, uh, Jen Briney we, plays we the one about Grassley tearing tearing him apart. Go ahead, all the time. Uh, which one was that? Not, sorry, not Grassley. Sorry, uh, Lindsey Graham. There's one where Lindsey Graham oh, just yeah. calls him like a every word book in the, yeah word in the book or whatever. We we cannot elect somebody that doesn't know how to do the job. This is the man that was a managing general partner at Lehman Brothers when it went down the tubes and almost took every one of us with us, including Ben and myself. He was such a nice guy, and he said, "Oh, I'm never going to attack." But then his poll numbers tanked. He's got very that's why he's on the end. That wasn't as good. I gotta cl close out with a better one. There's a Mr. Trump. The, the, go, ahead. go ahead. Sorry. Now, what are you gonna say? No, just the, the intercepted. Uh, they did this whole like thing about Trump or whatever. A lot of it was shit, but they did an economic one, and they just point out that he hired from Goldman Sachs after his whole attack against Hillary was about Goldman Sachs. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, that is that's a very fair and valid it's, criticism. Yeah. Mr. Trump, take thirty well, seconds. Let, let me just, you know, he wants to be a tough guy. A lot of times you'll have you'll have and, and it doesn't work very well with How that. tough is it a to lot take of a times, property you, from an elderly talk, woman? Let me talk quiet. How tough a lot is of it? times a lot of times That's all of his donors and special interests <laughs> out there. So that's what it is. That's what, and by the way, let me just tell you, we needed tickets. You can't get them. You know who has the tickets for the, I'm talking about to the television audience, donors, special interests, the people that are putting up the money. So it is. The RNC told us we have all donors in the audience. And the reason they're not loving me, the reason they're not, excuse me, the reason they're not loving me is I don't want their money. I'm going to do the right thing for the American public. I don't want their money. I don't need their money. And I'm the only one up here that can say that. Dude, he owned Jeb Bush and the audience so hard right totally. there. That, like, the fact there was no response, yeah. Yeah, I think, that, I think that got him a lot of votes, that one moment right there. Absolutely. I mean. Um, but yeah, uh, so laptop. Um, <laughs> what do you think Actually. of that CBS coverage fair coverage not fair coverage which one the one where they were talking about like the F former fbi guys talking about russia and nora's like talking about how it's just like 2016 <laughs> yeah well i mean so my complaint about the laptop is you know it, it what she did what they did talk about in that clip which was that it's been being dribbled out right at the end right and my understanding is that this is a uh, who's who did the article? I forwarded it over. Uh, the Daily Mail. They did a whole timeline, um, and they they say. I mean, got to trust somebody, I guess. Uh, on Giuliani's account, Mac Isaac, who's the repair guy, hands over the hard drive to Robert Costello, his uh, Giuliani's attorney, by May. Uh, at the latest, as well mm -hmm. as trying to give it to other Republicans. So obviously you need a little time to go over it, but the fact that they waited until, you know, the last three weeks. Oh, it's definitely politically motivated. No question about that. Yeah. So, and then again, my thing has been like, put it out as much as possible. Don't leak it in stories, but you know, drip, drip, drip. Um, you know, but then, so Greenwald talks about, so he, it, I've been dying for this moment forever. I can't wait to listen to it. I haven't listened yet, but Greenwald was oh, on Rogan. JRE. Mm -hmm. I made it about an hour in. I'm going to finish it tomorrow. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, he's had Taibbi on and now he's got Greenwald and yeah, we could talk about that forever. But, uh, and he just mentions that there's no denial, you know, there is no technical deny, real denial from the Bidens mm -hmm. about the laptop. Uh, and he's goes into the point about, him you know when he was handling the snowden information that was a huge point for him is that you just never really know you know you can you can do a lot of research you can really try to figure it out and make sure you know talk to people have some you know intuition from handling documents before and all that but you just really can't know until you're actually putting it out uh whether somebody's going to come back with a denial but if they don't uh that's pretty fucking good <laughs> evidence that it's that it's true that it's real Right, like the um, Hillary WikiLeaks emails. She never said they exactly. were fake. She said, oh, Russia hacked us. Russia hacked our right. emails. Right. So, 
you know, I, I don't think that's untrue. Um, I don't understand why they don't deny Bob it and Bilinski. say they're fake. I mean, they lie all the time. Why wouldn't that be? Right. Why couldn't they lie and say these are fake, they're forged? Yeah. I mean, I, I guess my question, I, the only thing I could think of is that they they could come back with something. Um, Giuliani could come back with something that maybe would prove it a little stronger. And then it would basically be another story. Right. You don't want to kind of feed that machine. Um, I don't that think. Yeah, I don't think Greenwald said anything about that, but that would be my my guess on that. Um, you know, and then he mentions, of course, that CNN initially, you know, just the rich, their correct, uh, you know, just quick responses. It's Russian disinfo <laughs> without yeah. any evidence or anything. Uh, he also mentioned that motives uh, for a leak don't don't really matter. You know, that it's just about. Uh, what does that what does it actually say i did see something from greenwald earlier talking about how um you know there's there's relevant you know there's there's info that is relevant to the discussion of who we should ha you know people would want to support for president but then there's obviously a lot of other stuff that just seems to be attacking you know hunter personal um so you know it's difficult because it, it you know, it gives a bad impression of the hunt of the Bidens in general, but I don't know that it's really relevant when you have someone who has a obviously a addiction issue and, you know, can understand where, you know, uh, the fucking his mom dying in a car crash with him in the car and all that probably had some. Issues right. On his yeah, mind. I think more the um, <clears throat> and the the sex stuff other than what is alleged. I haven't looked at it because I don't want to. But yeah. what is alleged to be underage, that's a big problem. And mm -hmm. I'm assuming the apple doesn't fall far from the tree on that based on how creepy Joe Biden gets with little kids and rubs their faces and I think touch, that's snips their hair. Yep. Yep. And if that's what he's doing when everybody's watching and he's on camera, what else is Biden up to? But Okay, the, I uh, just thought of this. I didn't yeah. it just came to my head. But he lost his daughter in the crash. Who did? Hunter? Or Biden? No, Biden. His his wife and his daughter were in the crash, <coughs> so maybe he's fucked up from that. I I think he did. Um, you know, maybe yeah, that's his, why he touches the young girls. I, it's possible. I don't know. I I'm, just, I'm uh, it definitely doesn't look good. But I mean, you. No. I mean, you doesn't. It's not necessarily too bad. The sniffing thing's pretty weird. Right. I mean, and I. But I, don't, I also kind of think Terry is probably not completely bullshitting i don't know if all yeah. that happened but i don't know yeah um uh yeah what were we talking about? oh um but yeah so anyway biden uh the the sex stuff with hunter could potentially be a big big legal problem um, the crack use and the like consensual of age sex, I don't think is that bothersome. Right. I mean, it's it's like yeah, whatever. It's not a big deal, but it does it does seem to imply that if China and that's the claim being made is that China has all the stuff include like and more that Biden could be blackmailable, uh, especially if he's got. Um, all this money that was tied up with Burisma and and uh, and Biden Hunter also made money in China. 
Um, what do you know about the China thing? I mean, they covered it pretty in depth on No Agenda, like early this year. Okay. My memory is kind of failing me, but it's yeah. It was some. Uh, it was a couple million dollars, I think, that Hunter got for some unknown reason in China, and Biden was. Uh, some policy was being decided, and like Hunter was like the lawn the um that benefited China or some Chinese company, and Hunter was like the laundering process hmm. that that way they didn't have to give it directly to Joe Biden. And I might be off on that slightly, but that was my yeah nutshell. I mean, that kind of com- understanding. Okay, that that becomes the real question, right? It is, I mean, I sent you a Politico art- article about it. Which yes. is that, you know, there's there's this real, and I try to listen to things that are really long like that. There's a couple apps you can do that with. Um, but so I listen to that and, you know, the Bidens have, have this history. And as, as I said earlier, of profiting off of that name. And I think the big question is how much, I mean, how much of that time was it like you're saying or, you know, possible was there a laundering process where, you know, Joe got something out of it or was it just them cashing in on the name? I think both are wrong, but if it was really essentially just a payoff, the yeah. exactly. And, you know, he's been doing this for, you know, 47 years or whatever it is. So, I can't, you know, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's... He's not. There's, he was never my, never my first choice. Probably my, one of my last choices in the primary. Right. But. Yeah. yeah. It's uh. It's I don't know. Before we, I'll, I'm about to power through the last of these clips. But what? Who you think? Sure. Like, if you had to put money on it, all your chips on the table. Who's winning? Who's coming out on top? Whether or not um, it's a fair election, like no rigging. Like, who do you think is going to be declared the winner? So that's the whole. So there is. I think Trump has a much better chance than anybody's giving him credit for. Uh, there, I listened to an interview with a guy who I guess got all the states right 100% um, last time in 2016. Mm-hmm. And his big thing on this is the shy Trump voter. And I don't, and he, he made the argument, I think he's totally right, is that there's no reason to think there isn't um, just as much of a shy Trump voter this time as there was last time. Oh, I think it'll be more. I think it'll be way more than last time. Right. So, and with the number, I mean, well, yeah, I guess it has to be more because I guess Biden is technically doing better than Hillary was. But either way, I I think there's a really good chance of uh, Trump pulling it out. Um, You know, I don't, and and he he makes a lot of good arguments about, you know, how the polling is. You 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 don't, these people don't know who's calling them. So, you know, if you're scared that somebody's trying to just find out you're a Trump supporter and then you have all this cancel culture shit, mm-hmm. you just really don't want to ever say that you're a Trump supporter. You might even say you're a Biden supporter, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, um, I, it, and there's also like <clears throat> Trump yard signs and flags all over my neighborhood and all over the state in Tennessee mm-hmm. here. But I've never once seen anybody wear a MAGA hat, at least in public. Oh, Okay. Never once, because that has such... I mean, even in Tennessee, that's a bold move, you know? Huh. That hat okay. specifically. I don't know. I guess it's just been so demonized successfully. So, yeah, the the shy Trump voter is definitely a factor, because yeah. 
a lot of people that barely even pay attention to politics are just like the like Biden's promising to raise taxes. He's there. He's really like if you live in a city and, and a lot of people do, you're really probably sick of seeing like riots and looting go unpunished. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that's um, I know I t <laughs> Paul, the book guy is making a bold prediction that California is going to go red. I don't think it's going to go that. I don't think it's going to be that much of a landslide, but wow. aside from major, major issues with all these mail-in ballots, I think Trump's got it in the bag unless something crazy happens before election day. Yeah. I, I mean, just don't see like, I just don't see any, it's, it's basically fervent Trump supporters who would like, who are really, really into Trump and love Trump versus people that are voting against Trump and they're like, okay, Biden, I guess. Biden just doesn't have the momentum. He doesn't have the momentum, but he's, uh, I don't know. He's much better than Hillary in the sense of like people hated Hillary mm -hmm. and I don't think people hate Biden. Um, I think Almost they're- bad for Biden. Yeah, I mean, from my, um you know lefty hate the democratic party sense they're virtually the identical person to me um but i think for a lot of like random people they just i think there was a kind of disgust with hillary um, yeah i think I guess hillary there's... is like a genuinely evil evil person i don't know if that applies to biden right right you know and that could be why they're trying to you know dribble this thing out the, the way it is because it, it definitely makes him look a lot more like her um you know and maybe he maybe he's worse than her i don't you know who knows but yeah we don't know um, any of these people personally not right. not trump not biden not anybody right only so, what we only the public persona yeah i think it's going to be a lot closer than they expect the question becomes though how how is the reporting gonna fuck with shit or, or you know are there going to be fights on the street is it going to be a realistic argument about um counting ballots and stuff being done illegally or whatever i hope uh, it's such I, a landslide one way or the other that we just yeah. don't have to go through the what was it alex jones said 79 days of hell or whatever <laughs> right uh, i mean i mean i if, if we the night of what are we going to have? We are going to have the mail-in and we're going to have the early vote. And I think those are going to, I mean, we'll that's the, the weird thing about vote too, won't we? Okay. Yeah. We'll have the, no, sorry. So the mail-in might be one, the one we don't have, right? Yeah. That's going to take gonna be, longer. From what? Yeah, it's hard to really tell because I thought if you didn't have your ballot mailed in in time, by November 3rd, it does, it won't count. But maybe certain states have different rules, I think that's, and a lot of these states have never done mail-in ballot ballots, right. and it's. I think that's there's such a potential areas. for fraud. Yeah, the only weird thing about the fraud, though, and this is what's kind of great about the American system in a lot of ways, is that everything is is at least at that at the election level decentralized, to a large degree. Mm -hmm. So you do have like reporting from each individual precinct, and so. If let's say a Democrat tries to fuck with shit, um, it's going to be very hard for them to, you know, 
let's say do anything or Republican or whatever, whoever, but to do anything at a state level without there being a lot of tracking of that coming up from the precinct. And if they fuck up with the precinct level, that's really just not going to have that big of an impact. Probably I say that now and could come down to three votes in some state or something. But um, what? And and then the last thing I wanted to last election, weren't there so many like tons and tons of dead people that like ended up voting or people that don't don't live in California anymore? I I think Judicial Watch sued the state of California and it was like over a million votes that were invalid, like were counted that were either like a dead person or someone who doesn't live in California anymore, stuff like that. See, that's that's just really hard for me to believe, like. Because, I mean, are we, so the only way that I could believe something like that is if it's just like accidental, which because well, dead unless people are like in their mail in ballots mailed to them, which um, is accidental. Yeah, that's happening. But I, I mean, I, I don't know how I just don't can't imagine how it would happen because a precinct is not going to be more than I don't know. Is it like maximum 10,000 people or something like that? I would think. Well, you remember so George Bush in the in Hacking Democracy, they have some of the people that like worked on those voting machines and George Bush was kind of when that started. So they can they designed those voting machines to be uh, accessed and votes to be changed by a third party over the Internet. Yeah, but who I, I guess I would think I with the voting machines, I don't know who would be controlling what or and somebody would be able to say something at some point. I, I something would get seen. I. I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of strange to me. Although, like you're saying, a lot of these states are doing things that they just have never done before. So a lot of shit can get weird. Um, I don't know if I mentioned it, but like I was in Missouri. I live in Illinois, and I was in Missouri, and my uh, aunt-in-law, I guess, and she was just talking about how like their ballot works. And I was like, that's kind of prone for fuckery. <laughs> it's kind of weird because it was a mail-in ballot kind of thing. I was like, I could easily know who's ballot is coming from where and have a pretty good idea and who they're probably going to vote for and it's just like you want to have like you know uh um an envelope within an envelope kind of thing and a lot of that kind of stuff and it doesn't seem like they did that right but yeah uh or in my case right in kanye i'm voting (laughs) in person well that's the other piece right which is that unless you get you get states that turn over you know that are we don't think that they're competitive but they end up going a different way there really is just not going to be that many states to be concerned about Um, right like people are saying texas could go blue and i put about as much of a chance (laughs) as that happening as is california going red i think both those are pretty much in the bag respectively uh judicial watch article this is actually new not what i was talking about judicial watch finds millions of extra registrants on voting polls Right, California, Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Colorado. That's not what I was looking for, but that's yeah. So, so that's an that's an issue I actually wanted to bring up because, is it Tom Fitton? There's some guy, a couple of these guys who like that's the, wear yeah, super that's tight shirts, kind of thing. Is that the guy? Yeah, it, he's like a pissed off Republican lawyer. I think is what the Borat called. <laughs> yeah, and so he's posted a number of times. He talked about how Illinois had a lot of. Um, uh, extra people on the rolls that you know weren't there anymore. I think he said, "Oh, is it like eleven counties or something?" He, he and he didn't have any source, but he said like eleven counties 
have more registered voters than people who live in the county, something like that. And so what I could tell you about Illinois is what you've got is you've got a lot of rural counties in Illinois and, you know, everything is going to be paid for by the county. And I just do not see any Republican county paying extra money to clean up their their roles, right? They're just not going to do it. Why would you do it? You're not you're not actually stopping any like fraud from happening by doing that. You're just, you know, spending money to like track down and make sure, you know, these people aren't, you know, to to move them off the the rolls. And so so anyway, so he said 11 counties are like that. And so those those counties are not in Illinois, you know, there's what do we got like six or seven that are really populous counties in Illinois. There's, you know, Cook County, which is Chicago. And then there's the surrounding counties, one of those I live in, DuPage. And I think there's probably some that are around St. Louis. Um, but most of these other counties, you know, are very populous. And they're going to have a lot of like unregistered people. So there's no way that it's those counties, which are, you know, the bluest counties. No way are those counties going to be the ones that have the most um, you know, that are, that have more, uh, sorry, lower populations than unregistered. It's going to be the rural ones where people registered, you know, when they were 18 and then they got the fuck out of there, you know? Um, so I, but he wouldn't, he didn't say which counties it was. And I just think when you, you know, you look, I, I think there's a reason that he did it that way. He, he picked a blue state and then he wouldn't tell you that which counties it was that had the problem so that it looks like, it's yeah, that's Cook County that's doing it. So there's just no way that it could be Cook County. It's impossible to have, you know, I mean, Democrats would, you know, kiss their, they would, they would be dancing up and joy, you know, if you, if they actually had, you know, even an, you know, anywhere near most of the people registered, there's just no way, you know, you just right. have a lot of poor people that, you know, and then disconnected people that just don't they don't vote they don't register to vote they don't you know they don't give a shit so oh yeah that's most of the people i know <laughs> right uh, so anyway back to the so I, just, I just wonder where those number where those where that fraud where those registered um you know people who are registered who actually don't live there anymore where, where those are at but i i don't know yeah, I think it, these were actually votes. I need to find it because I have nothing. I mean, maybe it was bullshit, but I remember seeing news stories that they sued the state of California, and it turned out that yeah, it was like lots of like dead people and and false uh, votes yeah. were going on. I mean, I'm totally supportive of cleaning that shit up. Like, I would love that. I would love to to track that, you know, I, I kind of was back in the day as most Democrats are kind of against the ID stuff. I don't see that the need for the ID, but if, if, you know, if, if people want to do that, that's, that's okay to have an ID to, to vote. Um, I don't know, you know, if you're mailing in ballots, how the fuck do you prove you have an ID? I don't, you know, it's, yeah. I think it's all just based on signature, which is how it is when I vote right now, they have my signature on file. They, I sign when I get my ballot and then they mark it off and, that's how they know if the signatures match up. Um, but uh, yeah, so I, I'm, I'm totally up for cleaning it up. I, you know, maybe I, my whole thing has been if we want to do an ID system, 
then maybe we could make some kind of trade-off that Republicans would rather not have, like, I don't, you know, something that, that doesn't really generally help them to get out the vote or whatever. But, mm -hmm. uh, you know, if, if it's just everybody has to have an ID to vote, I'm, I'm okay with that too. I so would say put an end to gerrymandering, but that really just, like, helped totally. both sides use that. So. Yeah, so it, it's funny, in Illinois, we're trying to get a, um, we have a flat income tax, um and we're so it's on the ballot this time is to have a to move to a progressive income tax um and it looks like i don't know it, it looked like it was probably going to happen and now it looks like it probably won't happen uh because it actually has to be more than 50 percent. there's an extra limit it's it's an amendment to our constitution but anyway my whole argument this whole time has been because it's a democratic state and it's been run you know this fucking asshole madigan forever this democrat guy 40 fucking years as the head of the house. Um, my argument has been, why don't you pair the two things? Why don't you say, you know, put them both on the ballot? You have a, you know, a progressive income tax, which obviously the left likes more than the right, but you balance that with like a, um, you know, an end of gerrymandering law, uh, a neutral, neutral district law kind of thing. And you put them both together on there. And then, you know, that's the grand compromise between left and right. But uh, of course, that didn't happen because Madigan and Democrats are evil. So <laughs> we don't have an income tax yeah. here in Tennessee, so mm -hmm. don't need you on that. Right, but you guys, you guys have something else like a, I don't know. We like get taxed on food, stock sales. tax or something. Okay, they tax food like in Ohio. Growing up, if you bought a five dollar foot long, it was five dollars even. No, no food tax, but uh, I don't know what uh, we have, we don't have a we have property tax here. Yeah, we have property tax too. And that, that's kind of our, it's fucked up. I mean, you know, we're kind of like, you know, New York and California, right? Where we have really high population centers and then a lot of, well, I guess not so much New York, but, you know, a lot of rural area, right? So it's become such a thing that it's become dominated by, you know, the, the, the people living in the city uh, kind of situation. Um, but, uh, where was I going with this? Fuck, I lost my mind. It's getting too late. <laughs> um, anyway, so we, anyway, in Illinois, our big problem has been, um, we don't fund our pensions. And that's because we have had a flat, so in New York and California, they have a progressive income tax. So they have a lot of rich people who live in LA and New York, right? And in Chicago, we have a lot of rich people who live in, you know, downtown Chicago and stuff like that. And there's some wealthier suburbs that are around here too. But most of the rest of the state is, you know, middle income, lower income kind of kind of folks. So uh, what we'd really like to do is to have a very progressive income tax and tax the wealthier more and lessen the tax on the rest of us to, to, to move to a lower tax. Well, at least that's what people like me would like to do. Um, but we've never been able to do that because that was put in our constitution that it had to be a flat tax uh, since the 70s, I think it is. So that's what they're trying to do this time. And our problem, I would argue, is that since then, what we have done is we have lived generally like a blue state. So we have lots and lots of programs. Um, but we have not been able to tax like a blue state to fund those programs. Yeah. 
So uh, every, you know, whenever they're writing the budget, they have to decide, are we going to cut programs? Are we going to raise taxes? Nah, fuck it. We won't do either one of those. We just won't fund our pension system. So instead of writing the big check, you know, for billion dollars or whatever it is every year to, to the pensions um, that were promised way beyond what they should have been because it was a democratic state and unions were very powerful. They basically just underfunded the pensions this whole time, but then they still have the pension law, so the pensions still have to be funded at some point. So we just have this huge debt on our pensions. They did pass a law so that new hires get a much, you know, a very much smaller pension thing if you're a state employee or a teacher. Uh, so slowly that's going to kind of help a little bit. But there's this huge debt that they have uh, from the pensions to, from un underfunding it. So, yeah, it's it's very fucked up. <laughs> and oh, and I... we also end up having really high property taxes because um, they don't, we don't, most states, they get, at least like i think it's at least most states get i think more than 50 percent of their school funding from the state while you know in illinois uh it's mostly from the property taxes so anyway all i have to say is taxation in any form is theft <laughs> you think that yeah i mean not okay. I'm, I'm a little being a little hyperbolic but i mean all right you have to remember what like the founding fathers went to war over a two percent tax on tea right uh but and now look how much that's like two percent nothing i would be so glad to pay two percent and income okay, tax but, was illegal constitutionally they had to amend the constitution just for income tax right i mean I, we could look up this but okay my understanding on the ta on the the tea tax was it it was more an anti-corporate situation because they had the, it was the East Indies Tea Company, and they were essentially the first megacorp, and they had rigged the laws in Britain so that they wouldn't have to pay, I don't know if they had to pay any taxes, but they wouldn't have to pay, um, they wouldn't have to pay much, and they'd tax the tea coming from the, uh, from the colonies. So they were not so much pissed off about the tax as they were about now paying a tax that their competitor, the big megacorp, didn't have to pay as much. I think that's okay. yeah, that's I why do, they I that's why they threw that, their tea in the in the in the water. That's why they threw East Indies tea in the water. Right. I think. But um, yeah, I, yeah, I think it was a combination of both those things that they were yeah. pretty pissed off about. But anyways. And they were doing military all over the I world. I still consider income tax illegal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm yeah. not, I don't literally think all taxation is theft. I mean, it is theft, but like it's necessary theft, I guess you could say. <laughs> like we need roads and shit. Okay, and I think I agree with you on that. It is, it is theft, but it's probably for me more necessary than you might <laughs> say. But um, um, okay, back to the laptop from hell. <laughs> Joe Biden is always and has been a corrupt politician. And as far Agreed. as I'm concerned, the Biden family is a criminal enterprise. If you read, if you Probably. read, if you read this uh, laptop, I tell you what, this is called the laptop from hell. The only laptop that was almost as good, maybe worse, was the laptop of Anthony Weiner. Do you remember that? <laughs> 
Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. He got hacked too, just like Scully got hacked. Remember he said he got hacked. He was sending messages to very, very young women. Girls, girls, excuse me, girls. He was sending messages, a lot of them. And uh, he got hacked. They always say they got hacked. Scully got hacked, right? Scully. He was a never Trumper. He got hacked. You know, who's Scully? I've never known. I think he was the uh, C SPAN guy. Or maybe I'm confusing him with someone else, but I think he was the C SPAN guy. And then he said he got hacked when, like, some oh, yeah, stuff yeah, came yeah. out. And then. But I don't understand what he was doing because he had said something. He asked, like, Scaramucci if he should contact Trump or something. I, I didn't follow it that close, but he said he got hacked, and then he admitted he didn't get hacked, and then he got fired. Yeah. Okay. But, I, yeah, I didn't follow that story very close. I'm a person that said he got hacked, that got hacked. Nobody gets hacked. To get hacked, you need somebody with 197 IQ. <laughs> Wait, I think I... Think <laughs> I think he says... If I remember right, he says... I've never talked to a single person who says they got hacked that actually got hacked. He got hacked, right, Scully? <laughs> He was a never-Trumper. He got hacked. You know, I've never known a person that said he got hacked. That got hacked. Nobody gets hacked. <laughs> to get hacked, you need somebody with 197 IQ, and he needs about 15% of your password, right? Doesn't happen. So Scully got hacked. And now on Thursday, I go up another, another real great one. Another great one. Kristen Welker. She's a radical Democrat. Look at them. They're getting angry. She's a radical Democrat. She deleted her entire account. Everything is deleted. But I've known her. She's been screaming questions at me for a long time. And uh, she's no good. But I figure, what the hell? She asked you a question. How did I do the other night against one that was worse? She was worse, Savannah. So I had Savannah Guthrie the other night. She was, she was like a crazed lunatic. She was literally rising out of her chair as she's screaming questions. I like how he just kind of rambles and rambles and there's not, like, sometimes there's not even a point to what he's talking about. Right. Very gonna, I'm, yeah, I'm going to miss, I'm going to miss him. If, if, <laughs> oh, well, we will have plenty of ramble and it'll be a different kind of rambling, but. Yeah. Joke and well, ramble the, too. <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean, he's not going to go away, right? He's going to start a media company or something. I got to think. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know. I just... American politics are not going to be anything like they used to be. And I think like it has opened the door for maybe Kanye becoming president in 2024. Did, like you, his... did you listen to it? Watch it? Oh, on Rogan? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was, he's great. I love Kanye. I was already going to vote for him, but now that, that increased my, my drive to go out and vote for Kanye. Yeah, I've heard. I don't other really. I, I believe in really exercising good. your right not to vote. Okay. Um, the only person I've ever voted for is Gary Johnson. So look how that turned out. Yeah, that I, dude was I've way heard... too stoned the whole time he was running to do anything. <laughs> yeah, I've heard much better interviews with him, uh, and I don't think it was it wasn't Joe's fault or anything like that. I think it's just this religion thing. I think is kind of oh the Kanye thing <laughs> twisted him a little bit. Kanye, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think he's a total. I think he is a genius, total genius. Um, and he his thinks gospel, his new album Jesus is King was actually pretty good. It was just really short. Okay. I'll check that out. I okay. thought it was good. I've loved everything else that he's done. Yeah, but he's he's um, definitely going for the evangelical vote. We just I haven't posted it yet, but we just did a whole episode on Kanye right before that Rogan one drop. Oh, uh, okay. 
Yeah, um, he's he, he's great, but yeah, Larry of that Larry show was on talking Kanye. <laughs> Tom Sarkweather. It was funny. Um, cool. Okay, so yeah, uh, I, I think this clip's from the same. Okay. Trump rally. I cut you off. I mean, mommy, mommy, mommy. <laughs> so that's what happens. We're dealing with a corrupt, crooked media. Just remember that. And I'm glad I came along because there's no other human being on earth other than maybe Doug Ducey that could have handled the crap that I've had to handle. I'll tell you what. Every other person, even a tough person, would have been in a corner long ago with his thumb in his mouth saying, Mommy, Mommy, take me home, right? <laughs> they would have said, Mommy, Mommy, please, I can't take it. But me, I viewed it as a challenge. And what, what it really is, is we're exposing some real garbage. And you know, these tech companies are very dangerous because they refuse to allow even the New York Post, which deserves tremendous credit, they caught Biden in a scandal, the likes of which we haven't seen. I say the second worst in the history of our country. You pause the for a second. The first worst. Yeah. I mean, I I so much agree with almost all he said there. You know, it's, I don't know how much of it is his plan, but he's done a really good job on it. I mean, the media is so fucking corrupt. I totally agree with that. If he, you know, I... I say to myself sometimes, I'm like, if I was thinking, if he, if he could say all the important shit and get out all the important messages that he's gotten out, but if he could do it in a, a, a less assholey way, you know, it would, I, I would love him. Well, you know, I think that's part of the appeal is the, the, uh, you know the the monkey wrench, the bull in a china right. shop, the like l lewd, rude, and crude asshole is kind of the appeal in in some senses, especially because yeah. he just like speaks his mind off the top of his head and like calls right. all these politicians that we're sick of seeing. He calls them dumb and fat. <laughs> right, and and that's the thing, right? Like, how much of it is planned that he's going to say it, like? It's, it's probably floating in his head, but it doesn't know what he's going to say. And so right. you're not going to get that point that he needs to get out that, you know, I think so many people know it's, um, but their other politicians just would never say it. You're not going to get it without that other stuff coming along with it that is also floating around in his head, you know, yeah. the jerkiness. And the other thing about it is I always think about like Fight Club or like uh, the music of Tool, like... Mm -hmm. You don't, some things you have to have delivered in a way that the audience is ready to receive it. So, right. you know, there's messages like anti-consumerism, different things like that in, in Fight Club or like, you know, just existential stuff, questions and, you know, challenging the norms kind of stuff that's in, that's in Tool. And you're not going to get that, you know, you're not going to get that to a certain audience that maybe is not thinking enough unless you embed it in, with fighting or with, you know, some right. really good music, some metal and, you well, know, that's uh, um, it's kind of like a, the first back to the future. Hmm. Like Trump's kind of, he's like, you, you know, when Marty is playing Johnny be good and he does that crazy guitar solo and then everybody's just staring at him like dead silent. Uh huh. Uh -huh. And he goes, I guess you guys weren't ready for that yet, but your kids are going to love right. it. I right. think Trump right. is, has like, changed how pol how a president is going to behave for the next 
several generations to come and we're going to have a lot more because now people know it's possible like kanye said right in one of his latest songs he was like when trump won it proved i could be president right it's like the maga hat was like a superman cape so i think you're going to have a lot more unconventional candidates and hopefully unconventional presidents right which opens the door for unconventional policy which we fucking desperately need yeah um yeah was when they spied on the president of the united states and tried to take him down and they spied and they got caught let's see what happens see what happens this is this is a shorty but it's one of the it's a good good little quote i'm gonna vote for biden why because he's a genius no why are you voting for him i have no idea <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah. i love that no idea no idea uh, yeah uh i was i had a point to make but i forgot what it was um i don't know i got a couple i got a couple more nothing nothing crazy because we still don't there's still so much we don't know about the laptop it's all speculation but i did uh yesterday when i was watching this i took a couple clips of the uh of alex jones thoughts on it that fucking okay. slippery slope has gone from censoring you from banning Alex Jones off Twitter a year and a half ago to getting the White House pre press secretary right. banned off Twitter because she posts something from the New York Post, which right. is crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. It's cr that's a two hundred and whatever year old America's newspaper. America's oldest newspaper. And the, and what she said, the the post what the, what they put printed and put out there is accurate. Well, yeah. let's go further. Let's go further. They're denying that that it's a real story, but they don't ever say the emails are fake. They just say it's a smear. That's what right. you were saying. Yeah, exactly. No, it's a real. It's, it's funny too, because the New York post was started by Hamilton, who is like the fucking yeah. lefties God. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> which is totally bullshit anyway, because he, he was not a lefty and, and he was a, yeah, but yeah, they should bring that up and see how that goes. But <laughs> I think, uh, I think Ted Cruz actually have a, I don't know if it's in the clips I pulled, but the last clips I have are Ted Cruz today grilling uh, Jack Dorsey, which, by the way, I listened I, to some of that. Yeah, Ted Cruz was such a creepy looking dude until he got that beard. That beard makes him like ten times more likable. Okay, yeah. What do you think? The beard. I haven't paid enough attention. I mean, he's always look. He's like the what's his name, Grandpa oh, yeah, from the like... Monsters, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I didn't that's I didn't his... think about that until you said it, but yeah, that's it's a pretty accurate. Yeah. The monsters. Yeah. yeah, no, he's I mean he's he just like looks like a weird guy, but then once he had that beard, I was like, Okay, I can deal with this. Made me like him a little more. <laughs> Laptop, the videos have been he's released. Really smart. It's yeah. confirmed. Yeah. Yeah. But just think about this. Well it is a smear in that they're they're putting it out there, they're they're timing it. Sure, but they're not denying make... they're not denying it's real. No, it's real. It's real. Let's, how did the laptop real. how did this laptop become this big story? That's where it gets tricky. Yeah, I'm curious. Because supposedly he dropped it off at a in laptop Delaware. repair shop in Delaware. What but an idiot. Also, I mean, who's doing also, that? Well, a crackhead. Right, right. The guy's Good doing, point. The guy's smoking <laughs> crack. I keep forgetting he smokes crack. Yeah, well, he yes. did at the time. Apparently yes. he's kicked it, so okay. congratulations to him. But He mentioned that with the, Greenwald. The, too. the guy had some problems. Uh, uh, he mentioned what with Greenwald, the crack? He just mentioned the the laptop thing, just that he, he must have been on crack. <laughs> and Greenwald's like... Yeah, yeah, that really doesn't make any sense unless he's on crack. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's definitely the decision-making 
part of your brain is not functioning as well when you're yeah. on hard drugs. Now, right. this is self-admitted. And, and, also and they have the receipts. And, and they here's the thing. He calls him dozens of times. Because everybody knows when you bring a laptop or anything in, they say, if you don't pay for this, we're going to wipe it and sell it. And so three months goes by, six months goes by. Nobody ever comes and gets it. The guy goes to look at it at the repair shop, the owner, and there's all these 25,000 files, what looks like underage girls, and all the rest of this crazy stuff and him smoking crack or God knows what. He gives it to the FBI. Ray does nothing, the director, hides it from Trump. And so people, let's just say inside that had copies of that, they leak it to Rudolph Giuliani, who then now has started to put it out. Okay, what do you think about that? As a like, as a reason for why they it has been taking so long to come out. So, um, well, that's not what I mean from this article. That's not what Giuliani said. That the FBI had, said, had 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 it hidden from Trump, and then finally Giuliani got a copy of it. Correct. That the FBI. So, I mean, if we could play that again, but Alex Jones seems to say that the FBI had it, and that somebody in the FBI knew that they were never going to do anything with it so he leaked it to giuliani but giuliani i mean from this article it says giuliani says that um the guy at the hardware that shop. the repair guy gave it to his lawyer Costello, you know lawyer lawyer costello um and then that was at least may perhaps earlier i wonder so what I, I wonder where the i have to look into it more because i'm wondering what Alex Jones sources for that because usually he doesn't just like something right. like that. He's not just talking out his ass. Usually it checks out. So I'll yeah. Look into that. Well, um, let's just say inside that had copies of that. They leak it to Rudolph Giuliani, who then now has started to put it out. So instead of instead of facing up to it, they just say anyone promoting this, whether it's the House or Senate committees that were linking to it, right. or the New York Post or the President's press secretary, you're now banned. Which again shows it's it's election meddling. It's it's, it's gatekeeping. Mm -hmm. Again, it's it's a shitty situation because they're leaking it right at the end, and that's you know what they said about Hillary's situation. It's again, it's that it kind of happened right at the end, and I wish it would have been done earlier. But I also don't think you should block you know public access to this information. So I mean, you should not only not block it, but all the reporters, everybody should have been dying to say. This is relevant information. We should need to look into this. Please hand us over everything you have immediately, and let's talk about it. And if Giuliani wouldn't hand it all over immediately, they should have been attacking him. For you know, you have this, and, and let's let's figure out what the what the facts are about this, and let the public decide. But right. So well, and I think you know, they, I think the Democrats have done the same thing. Like they waited. They absolutely. sat on Trump's little tax return thing for right. a while. Absolutely. It all happens that way. I mean, yeah. it just, that's just, that's you know, just that's, part of the game. It is part of the game. It's, it's, but kind of like I, you know, the, the dream of the, uh, grand world of all of us being connected on social media and fuck these controllers and all that. I, I, I have this idea of like, we could all, you know, kind of start to come together and have some standards on what we would like to be done and try to push these politicians to do the right thing you know, in a completely nonpartisan way, but that is just my dreams. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a, I mean, it's a, it's an attainable goal. It might take a thousand years. But... Right. Exactly. I'll be dead. Right. Or the New York post or the president's press secretary, you're now banned, which again shows it's, it's election meddling. It's, it's, it's gatekeeping to cover this up. But I'll tell you what else has come out now. 
his daughter, Biden's daughters, uh, uh, purportedly, reportedly, and they've not denied it now, this broke three days ago, left her diary in a house that she had rented. And the diary talks about all the same stuff and everything. <laughs> what and that the, is so what convenient. the fuck is wrong with <laughs> this you family? Jump in. Hold on, so hold, on, hold Jamie. On. When I was looking into this, the thing I keep seeing people say is that he lived in California. He lived in California at the so time. Is that, yeah. that is true. That's what I keep reading. But they fly well. back and forth to Delaware. I mean, these are jet setters. They fly to Ukraine. Well, everywhere. that also might make sense. That that's why he didn't go back to Delaware to pick up the laptop, because when you're cracked out in California, it's really hard to make the flight. So I. <laughs> All right. Right? I don't know. Well, well, you, hold on. Tim is the only one here who's guys, probably guys, the crack. FBI I, confirms they have the laptop now. I will now. confirm it's not an easy flight. Is that true? Does the FBI definitely have the laptop in their possession? I believe that's true. Here's, I mean, I think we have questions on laptop versus drives. Right. My, I, I you they know. Probably it, ghost, it seems, I'm sure they have multiple copies of the drive going around, too. Or copies yeah, well, that goes to the hard drive. So it seems like, you know, different sources are saying different things obviously but i thought that there were three drives and that he had picked up two of them but the third one he did not and maybe that that's probably i mean that's really hard to kind of put together make for that to be true but that that's what i had kind of originally heard um so maybe the guy know, made, so, and then uh, maybe the ones that he picked up there's co the uh, there were copies maybe of yeah i don't know but it, it 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 is weird i mean i don't think it's weird that delaware versus california or whatever i don't think that's most who, who cares about that um but then yeah and then of course i would think you know uh the repair guy mac isaac or whatever made copies of it um and then so anyway i in late 2019 i think whatever they whatever he still had the original drive or the heart or the laptop or whatever that went to FBI, but he obviously still had copies, you know, a copy of the drive or the laptop or, you know, the drive, I guess, you know, digital file or whatever. Um, and then I, it, I think it does make a lot of sense that the FBI, he, he saw that the FBI hadn't done anything for, you know, five months. And so he reached out to Giuliani's guy or, or somehow they got connected. Yeah, I could um, see that. Now, know, what that, that I don't, sense to me. I don't understand why, and I'm not the first person to raise this question, but like, I get like wanting to make sex tapes and all that, but why would you want to like just film yourself smoking crack? Like, I don't, I don't it question. just seems like it's just so bizarre that you would incriminate yourself like that. I agree. I it's like that is weird that i is wouldn't really expect weird. it like if <clears throat> if it wasn't real like and this happened in a movie i would be like that no one would ever do that in real life i would it would so be unbelievable a in a movie yeah there's that picture of him like sleeping with the pipe sticking out of his mouth mm -hmm. that's everybody's seen that right yeah and, and well, I mean, then there's ones one there's videos of him and pictures of him smoking is he talking to the camera or anything <laughs> no it's usually it's usually uh there's one it's like from his almost perspective like the laptop's next to him and you uh, just okay. see he he's holding the pipe it doesn't show his face smoking it but i guess that i guess you know what now that i'm thinking about it, i think he is uh 
Well, no, and then there's the pictures with those two girls on top of him, having sex with him, and he has the he's smoking the pipe oh, in I his seen mouth. That. Okay, he's got the pipe in his mouth. But I guess yeah, I guess if you're making a sex tape, you're not too worried. You're not thinking anyone's gonna see it, so who cares if you have a crack pipe in your hand? But is anything that you've seen have him? I mean, what I'm guessing is it is there a chance that he didn't know this shit existed? Like, no, he's filming it, didn't he? Most you're sure he is? Okay. I'm, I just don't know because, like, the one that I just saw was not him. It was, you know, from the side of him kind of – I mean, if I were getting something like that, you know, <laughs> that's, that's not the position one, I generally go with. I but, saw one on Twitter where he's – this girl's blowing him and he's, like – yeah intentionally placed right to where like he's making a sex tape that looks like he's gonna watch later like he, i think he might even have been looking in the camera if i'm remembering right okay um, well that's that's what i think i saw but i don't i i don't know i didn't i mean i guess i'm just throwing out the idea that i mean so and again i think there's been reported different ways in different way you know different times mac isaac didn't actually see Hunter Biden when he got it, right? He, for all, I don't know if, maybe this is why I think that he picked up the other drives, but he, um, I think everything, everything else makes him think that it's Hunter, you know, that it's Hunter Biden's lap. I mean, I guess, you know, the name's on there and all that. But is it possible that somebody else took it, you know, did all this incriminating stuff and then gave it to them some, I, I don't know, trying to put that together, you know what I mean? But because just, just from the basis of like, why would you film this stuff? And then if you did film all this stuff, you gotta really be on crack to, to then go Take it, and give yeah. it to some repair guy that you don't know when you've probably got a lot of situations where you've been very careful about who's had access to stuff, right? And and you've had reason to be. But this time he just fucks it up? I I don't know. Yeah, I, it's... But it hasn't been denied, so I don't know. It it really is... A, it's super confusing. Just, yeah. yeah. The, main, the main part that makes no sense is why... Why would you film it, all this stuff, and then why would you be so careless about where... Right. Who, who you leave it with? Right. Um... I, I don't know. What's the alternative, though? Is it that, like, the laundering, hack laundering, like that FBI guy was talking about on CBS, like, is the alternative that somehow they hacked his, his laptop was hacked and and they got they got into his shit remotely and, and then and came up with a fabricated story to make it seem like they got it from this repair shop? Like, like p parallel construction? <laughs> Because that really right. doesn't make that much sense to me either. Doesn't make none of nothing else makes sense either. I don't think you're right. Like, but so him laying in the bed with the pipe sticking out, like he took that picture. Like, oh, the one where he's asleep. asleep or, I don't know. Yeah, so he didn't take that picture. So yeah, who the but fuck there's ones where he's like sets he... his lap. His laptop is set up to specifically be filming the sex he's having, and then he's taking pictures yeah. with his phone too, and some of them. What fuck? I mean, I don't. I'm just. I don't take any pictures. Like I'm an old guy. <laughs> I'm, 
I'm not even, I'm not as old as him, but I'm old and I just never take pictures. <laughs> Definitely don't film video. I, I don't yeah. know unless my daughter wants me to do something. I don't I don't know. It's a different generation well, it feels like. You're also me. not sleeping with prostitutes and smoking crack. I don't know if so that's probably This is true. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you want to record some of that. Use it later. <laughs> but uh Hunter. Where's Hunter? <laughs> I loved when Trump, yeah, every every day for a while, he would just tweet out in all caps, "Where's Hunter?" <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, he and there's so up. Uh, Alex Jones and No Agenda and some other people have been like Hunter Biden might get Epstein here pretty soon. Mm. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I actually saw um, a four chan. The same 4chan Anon account that said, don't ask how I know this, but Epstein has died from hanging. Um, and then, like, you know, a couple hours later, that broke in the news. The same huh. account tweeted that Hunter Biden is dead. <laughs> no, already. I don't know. I've, I don't know anything about that. He supposedly died from a drug overdose, is according to that 4chan post, if you're to believe the, the 4chan people. Right. But we're okay. But the the normie world is supposed to believe that he's kind of recovered, right, from some of this. Yeah, yeah. But the Um, QAnon people are like, he died, and they're blaming it on a drug overdose, probably a murder. (laughs) I'm somewhere in the middle of those two camps. I think he's probably still using drugs. I think he's probably still alive. Yeah. Um. I mean, you know, I, I. I love the idea of them just dropping the whole drive somewhere. And I, I just don't see, I mean, I guess you want to dribble it so that you can keep using it like a story, a story, you know, story after story after story to attack him. Mm-hmm. But is there a reason you don't just drop the drive? I mean, maybe, I guess if we're thinking there's anything weird, you know, if there's too many weird stuff going on, maybe something on that drive says that. Oh, that was the other thing that was, we were looking at that. What was it from the some article that you had shared with me? And I just thought it was annoying more than anything. That, oh, the gateway pundit thing. Yeah, the text message. That so much had been blurred out. Um, yeah, I understand I, that if you don't want to incriminate other people or something, but I don't know. There was just a lot of text that I would have liked to see. Yeah, you're right because it, um, it it was too hard to tell a certain context of things. Right. Um, so. I guess power through through these yeah, yeah. Uh, last these Sorry. clips. Yep. I didn't realize how late it already was. We've almost been going three hours. <laughs> I'll try to finish up quick. Yeah. Oh. yeah. One here is guys, probably guys, the FBI I, confirms they have the laptop now. I will now. confirm it's not an easy flight coming down off cocaine or crack. Yeah. Have you smoked crack or just I've never free based cocaine, which well, is basically cl- yeah, it's close. How close is it? Not not as close as where I ever went and made shady deals in the Ukraine. <laughs> never, well, that's never the done thing. that. By the way, that's in the Biden... emails. That's in the emails. Finally, where it's like, yeah, I need thirty million. Part of it goes to the big guy. And they're like, okay, we want to meet with your dad. And there's photos of them meeting and playing golf. So let me tell you, this is real. The FBI has the files. They admit it's real. It's a big deal. But it's a real problem to ban this stuff what from Twitter. Part of Putin rejects yesterday. Donald Trump's criticism of Biden family business. Well. Because it's Russia's bribing Hunter Biden, three point five million through yeah. through Putin through the Moscow mayor who he's friends with to Hunter Biden again. So that's another story. Yeah, but, but so okay. Hunter is like 
ch got China money, Ukraine money, and Russia money coming through. It's right. like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. Well, so there was an interview with um, uh, Bob Ulinsky or whatever, um, who is one of the other members on, on I think, with the Burisma. No. What was, which one was this? Anyway, he... He was part of the deal with Hunter, and he met him a couple times or whatever. And he says that there was other things going on. There was something in France, in Luxembourg, or something. There was other shit that they would, and it was all essentially about bouncing around and using the name and stuff. But, but he never thought. I don't know. He has his argument that he never thought it was really that bad until recently, and that's why he's coming out now. But I can't imagine he doesn't know that he didn't know this whole time that it was all about the name. But chicken mcnuggets <laughs> what drives me crazy not, is you're hating me right now no, I love because you. you're not drinking uh all right i got a i got a couple more dumb clips we can I, i'll probably okay. just skip most of the um ted ted cruz versus jack dorsey thing because we okay. already pretty much talked idea. about what they what they were saying anyway yeah Notice they tried to impeach Trump just nine months ago for stuff in Ukraine because whatever they are worried about, they project. Yep. I agree with that. That's true. Totally. Uh, oh, and then Alex endorsed, uh, made a presidential endorsement. And I am endorsing Joe Biden right now. <laughs> I'm, voting, I'm voting for Kanye. By the way, that might be a good strategy if you endorse Joe Biden right now. <laughs> yep. Uh, well, uh, I'm going to just skip to my last Ted Cruz versus Jack Dorsey clip because he brings up, cool. Jack talks about how you can't publish tax or stolen materials on Twitter. And that's why the New York Post got banned and all that. Right. Bullshit. But Ted Cruz has a good gotcha uh, to that. Did Twitter block the distribution of the New York Times' story a few weeks ago that purported to be based on copies of President Trump's tax returns? We didn't find that a violation of our terms of service and this policy in particular because it was reporting about the material. It wasn't distributing. Okay, okay. well, that's actually not true. They, they posted what they purported to be original source materials and federal law, federal statute makes it a crime, a federal felony to distribute someone's tax returns against their knowledge. So that material was based on something that was distributed in violation of federal law, and yet Twitter gleefully allowed people to circulate that. But when the article was critical of Joe Biden, Twitter engaged in rampant uh, censorship and silencing. And again, we recognized errors in that policy. We we changed it within 24 hours. Yep. That was kind of, I, I thought that was a good burn. The, 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 the. <laughs> totally. I mean, got him. Um, yeah. I mean, as long as these are, you know, public, whatever, public squares that are corporate run, it's just going to be a continual battle for who has, you know, who can influence them and get them to yeah. put out the information they want. And the, the thing that bothers me is like, we already have laws established like you can't deny someone internet service or a telephone number or telephone service based on mm -hmm. for any discriminatory reason like their views or opinions or whatever or even if they're like 
a ex-convict. Huh. But okay. for some reason, the law, the rules that apply to telephone companies don't apply to social media companies. Oh, you know why? Because they're probably utility. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's the that's why uh, I think it's Tim Pool and others have advocated for making social media companies a utility, classifying them as a utility. Yeah. Okay. That kind of makes sense. I mean, I was arguing with somebody about how if you if you made them a utility, well, if you let's say made them publicly owned in some way or something, that you're really not going to solve this problem because I think some, you're some gonna of them are publicly owned, right, or at least publicly traded. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I mean like um, managed by the government at some level. Oh. oh, oh. Because. You're still going to have that. You're still going to, and I think maybe Adam's talked about that. Well, you've still got the problem of you're going to have to, like, look out for, let's say, child porn, right? Or, you know, threats of violence or libel or all that kind of stuff, right? I wouldn't so, want uh, a private company getting anywhere near that. I th or, I mean, sorry, I, I'd re I think the government running it would be worse. Because then it, it's like it, anything the government doesn't want you to see, they just get rid of right and 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 essentially it would become like it become kind of like the uh what is it the fcc or kind of like how you know how we do with like radio stations and stuff because if it's technically if those things kind of become public property then they have to be managed in, in a certain way so but the biggest problem for like these these entities is that they're they're running these algorithms that have to be you know, the, the AI is just not there. It's never going to be there, as Adam says, I think. that. Um, and so you're always going to have false positives, and you're also going to miss stuff, too. And so if you're having a – it doesn't really fix the problem just to have government doing that. You're actually just going to have it make it worse because there's going to be, you know, a, a democratic process, thus even more susceptible to cancel culture, to – you know, put in certain screens and whatever to try to find certain stuff and, and you know, to, to make some stuff available, some not. You've got to go to that, uh, you know, federated model or decentralized model where everybody's responsible for their own server. And, you know, if, if you're allowing child porn on there, well, that's, you know, you're responsible for that. Or if you're allowing threats or any of that, you're responsible for that. So you end up making the rules that uh, you can enforce or allowing, you know, the people that you, you, you know, you trust at some level, but then everybody can interact with each other, you know, like the open web used to be, right? So, you know, if you're putting something on your server or, you know, you've got your domain or whatever, that can be control, you know, limited, um, but it needs, you know, it's 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 piecemeal. It's it's much but easier to control that way and and to be more responsible about it. So, you know, so I, I my argument with the Twitters and the you know YouTubes and all that is that we've got to make them um, support Activity Pub, so that they can essentially join the Fediverse, and then they can be one big, uh, you know, there'll be one big node on it. But if they keep doing advertising, you know, or keep doing algorithms, people are going to leave their node for other nodes and there's going to be real competition. And, you know, it kind of blows my mind that Google doesn't have a Fediverse server yet. But Hopefully, man. It's it seems like um, I, feel, I like people forget that you can 
go to like URLs. Like people have <laughs> so like people like forgot how to like go to a website that's not like social media tied. Yeah. Totally. Like people don't do that very often. So I don't know like at least especially like people around my age people are like it's everything's like instagram and then you click over right. to snapchat and you, you know uh messenger and all that it's just like um nobody's i i think i don't want to say you're like hopefully you're um yes naive <laughs> yeah yeah I, yeah I was um overly hopeful or naive uh but yep. i don't I don't think I think it's trending the opposite direction and more and more yep. people are just going to be like forget how to use the internet outside of Facebook and Twitter. But hopefully yeah, I, I hopefully think, you're right. I think you're I know I think that you're right on where it's going. It's just got to I don't know. It's it, again it blows my mind that all these complainers about Twitter haven't <laughs> found the fediverse and tried to do something on it. But um yeah. you know especially Joe Rogan like but I tried getting on Parler and that was Oh, I realized man. there was like two other people on there besides me. It's just another closed silo, though. I mean, it's just going to end up being the same yeah. thing. Like, yeah, the Fediverse is the way to go because you can see like the global yeah. timeline. And I love every time I click on it, it's anime titties and anime porn and tentacle porn, <laughs> hentai. Yeah, it's like just an endless barrage of hentai <laughs> on the on the global server. There's a lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh well cool i think Thanks we i think time, we did man. it that was a uh, awesome that was yeah, that was good that was a fun time I'm, right. i was looking for a uh i was stalling while i looked for a clip uh cool. yeah uh yeah. it's gone oh here we go this out. is a classic right. this cool. is a classic. Yeah, can you hear me yeah of course i can hear you i just wait till you yeah uh so first off <laughs> <laughs> all right well William Magos of yep. Culture War dot radio. The link to his Twitter and Nogena social and his kick ass podcast will be in the show mm -hmm. notes of this episode. Awesome. Thanks again for joining me, brother. Let's do it cool. again soon. Thank you so much. Yep. See see on see you on the social. <laughs> good night. Have a good night, man. In the morning. In the morning. And which activities like mass gatherings uh, may be, in a certain sense, more optional. And so until you're widely vaccinated, those may not uh, come back uh, at all. Eventually, what we'll have to have is certificates. Who's a recovered person? Who's a vaccinated person? So eventually, there will be sort of this digital immunity will help facilitate the global reopening
The source of the virus could be a natural epidemic like Ebola or it could be bioterrorism. Uh, an epidemic, either naturally caused or intentionally caused, is the most likely thing. You can drag and trace me all you want. So next time, we might not be so lucky. This is a global problem, so you know, how do countries work together? Uh, all right, I'm not in a good mood now. I just I start, I start thinking about Bill Gates up there with that little chicken neck, hopping or now, a little murdering eugenicist. You know how he walks, like, like a demonic elf. Hey, Bill Gates. If you look at the world and look at the problems, it's usually old people, usually old men, not getting out of the way. <laughs> Senator Sanders, you are the oldest candidate on stage this and evening. And I'm white as well. Vice President Biden, I'm going to guess that uh, President Obama did not clear that remark through your campaign ahead of time. What, I'm gonna what, guess what do you say to him? I'm going to guess he wasn't talking about me either. Old man debating tonight on the no malarkey tour. Old man, so old and so white, says Trump's a big fat loser. If elected, you would turn 82 at the end of your first term. You'd be the oldest president in American history. Are like you Winston willing? Churchill. Are you willing to commit American history? American history. Yes. Are, are you? I was willing? joking. That was a oh, joke. Okay. Politico doesn't have much of a sense of humor. Old man under the knife. He's still alive, but probably shouldn't drive. They took the top of his head off twice. It makes it hard to talk. What do I do? Heart attack, but now he's back, yelling louder than ever about the income gap. At least his son doesn't smoke crack, but there's still a lot to mock. My good friend Joe, and he is a good friend. <laughs> he's received contributions from 44 billionaires. Hey, put your hand out for a second, Bernie, okay? Just waving to you, Joe. I know, I know. Say it alone. I know. Old man running for president, you're an old white Jew. We need some much younger, and they should be black too. And it'd be even better if they had a vagina. Everybody send your smoke signals up. We gotta vote for Pocahontas. Senator Warren, you would be the oldest president ever inaugurated. I'd like you to weigh in as well. Uh, I'd also be the youngest woman ever inaugurated. <laughs>